Not the Chuddle. Chuddle. Surprise. Whoa. Oh, that's fantastic. Fuck good. If what the actual fuck was a movie, out of the mist and into the fog, it's Chuddle the Pod. Sup, 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 Chuddle Club members. What is happening? Hello. Hello. Welcome. <laughs> Welcome to... Hello. Oh, God hey. damn it. All right. Welcome to another excellent episode of Chuddle Pod Horror Movie Club. On this episode, <laughs> we're going to Chuddle Martyrs. If this is your first time listening to the show, sup, welcome, hi. We'll tell you about what's going to happen here. We'll keep it spoiler free up top until we escape from the torture area and run straight to the spoilers. <laughs> uh, before we continue, we got to take this moment to thank our patrons. Uh, uh, your sacrifice gives us life, and we thank your beautiful souls. Thanks. Every good club member meeting starts with attendance. My name's Sam. I'm here. I like to say hi. You've heard me already. Sup. Um, Ross? Oh, hey. Sup. Brian? Hi. And then we have a very <laughs> special guest tonight. As mentioned and as heard, it is a friend of the show, Author with a new book to promote, Thomas Michael Thomas. Hello. Hello. <sighs> Hello, everyone. Uh, Brian with the Y, I need to comment. You're wearing those fake glasses as part of the, the Zoom. I guess it's like a feature. But you're keeping your head back in real life as if you're keeping the glasses balanced on your face. I mean, it's pretty oh. it's pretty interesting that you're... you're, you're He's you're, got a very Leon the professional look yeah, right now. I kind of love and, it. And Keep I want French. to start off as always, because sometimes this isn't pointed out, Ross, you have a, um, an, an image behind you mm-hmm. of, um, one of the, uh, actresses from Martyrs, um, and it's grotesque. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. She's stabbing mm-hmm. you in the head. Yeah. I just, um, you know, I, when it comes up, totally, <laughs> I just, what I, image is behind him. I figured a good representation of what the movie is would be a good backdrop while we're talking about the movie. As always. Mm. Um, also this is not a, um a french horror comedy um i thought it was when i went into this oh you did um, yeah um, <laughs> you thought we were watching martins marty's not a not a not a french horror comedy no it the, uh, the, and if it the, is um, a french horror comedy for you i don't think i want to yeah, hang out whoa <laughs> the uh the lovely Jeez. people that i that I work with um, as a horror writer. There's a um, chapter here in Florida called the Horror Writers Association. It's a national, I believe, international organization where oh. a bunch of horror writers uh, do things like promote their books and or do signings and such. We have one a signing coming up at Spooky Empire in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah. Uh, at the end of this month, uh, October 27th and the 29th, to the 29th. Uh, and I'll, I will have, uh, my new book will be there as well. A thin veil of the cosmos. Thank you, Sam, for reading it. I appreciate it. And thank you for having me here. That's you fantastic. guys are great. I love the work you guys do. And, uh, I'm very excited to talk about this insane movie. And I got to mention that it is one of the, at, at the time when it came out, it was known as one of the big four from the French new wave. Of, oh, was uh, it? What was the yeah, other one? Hot tension. It was high tension irreversible. inside from 2007. And, okay. um, the other one was uh, was it? I actually wrote them down because sometimes when you're, when you're blabbing, it was it was it was Frontiers was the other one. Mm. I think Xavier Jens had done it, and it was Inside Frontiers, High Tension, and Martyrs were known as the Big Four. Mm. And because at the time America was in 
let's remake a lot of really cool Korean films. And they were making stuff like, or Asian films were like Ringu, or um, they took The Grudge Juwan. And I think there was other stuff that was coming mm-hmm. out at the time. There was a lot of... And this they were one just has hitting, some J-Horror J elements in it. Yeah, they were just hitting hard. American cinemas were just taking those wonderful um, films from, from that from that part of the world and they were just remake after remake after remake and then this was fresh i think um high tension was one of the first ones to come out where everybody was like maybe the Whoa. story was shit to some people i did like it you, but the lo- you was wore a shirt top. for that movie yeah <laughs> and then i think i had a shirt for most of these movies but gross nonetheless and wonderful and artsy and beautiful and disgusting anyway it's your podcast continue sorry i'm talking about <laughs> i saw it in theaters i haven't seen it since either which one what have you seen in theaters uh high tension uh, me three anyway where are anyway. we anyway oh yeah uh you promoted your book right go see him at yeah. uh spooky if you hear this before mm-hmm. then tell him shuttle yes. the pod sent you he'll shuttle give you a, a little kiss on the cheek if you want um, that <laughs> yeah well if you say shuttle the pod sent you he knows what it means that means you want the okay. kiss on the cheek I guess. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> otherwise don't say it now with all club members present and accounted for, it's time to crack open the goo book and officially begin tonight's meeting. Oh, yeah. Our first order of business is a little spoiler-free synopsis in our toe tag line. We got a woman's, a young woman's quest for revenge against the people who kidnapped and tormented her as a child leaves her and her friend, who is also a victim of child abuse, on a terrifying journey into a living hell of depravity. Uh, yeah, it's not structured very well, but it kind of gets the point across. But accurate. Yeah. I didn't. Was I that, did you know. did you did you um chat GPT that? No, is that's that, what that comes from IMDb. Says. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the actual tagline. Well, well, well not tagline. Someone's synopsis that they says. put in there. Yeah. yeah, someone wrote that, and that's what's gotten upvoted or something. Oh. Um, I don't know that I totally realized Anna was also a victim of child abuse. Didn't really did, gather that, but we'll, we'll no, get to I don't it. Think she was the tagline? But, uh, tagline is: yeah. They haven't finished being alive. Okay, that's a fun way to say they don't want to die. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they haven't died. (laughs) Hmm. Movies are made by people, and the people that made this movie are bum bum dun 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 dun. Bum bum bum. bum, Left IMDb for ChatGPT. We have director writer. Pascal Laurier. Uh, I don't know. That sounds right. Um, these are going to be French, so I'm just going to try and sound like a French person. Morhana Aloui as Anna. Marlene Jampanoy as Lucy. I think her last name might be Chinese because she, her dad's Chinese, her mom's French. Catherine B. as Mademoiselle. <laughs> Robert Dupin as Le Père. We got other people. I mean, the big ones to know are Anna and Lucy, and I guess you could say Mademoiselle as well. Um, was there a, was there a tagline, not to be confused with the '90s rom com Green Card, starring Gerard Depardieu? Was that not to be con? 
You think thought, there was I a tagline was, for this thought, movie that said not to I thought, be it, was, I thought <laughs> this was rom-com. I was like, these women are smiling on the cover of this DVD. Um, they look happy. <laughs> they look and on the cover in. of Martyrs? Did we have the same? The Martyrs. <laughs> <laughs> I was confused when I'm I saw it. I'm just looking like, at IMDb in there. Because the I was laughing at like 45 minutes. <laughs> no. 45 minutes in, I'm like, you know what? I did, I'm, I'm wrong. When does this get funny? <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly it got way not funnier at about that time. Okay. So that's the people that made the movie. <laughs> See, Ross, it was Snoopy was a was a mummy. He had a to- toilet paper wrapped around him as Snoopy as a mummy. Yeah. <laughs> does everybody have their Mortal Kombat watches? Fatality. On a scale of 1 to 10, Psycho to the Sadness, how gory is this film? 1 to 5, Consistency, 1 to 5, Her Intensity, put them together, get the gore score. What are you gentlemen thinking? Somebody. Anybody. Anyone, please. Any, anybody. Um, it's over the top and relentless, and there's points where I feel... And I know you guys do this um, when you're watching a movie. You talk about rewatchability. I like the story. I really care about the characters. There's scenes. I hate to say this because it's it's kind of disrespectful to the actors and the director and everybody in the movie. But there's scenes where you could probably fast forward ten seconds and twenty seconds in Absolutely. a scene and still learn the same. There's scenes no, that just are get so, rid of it. You could probably yeah. cut out one of them. Like I don't want to watch. Get to the spoilers, yeah, I got. Yeah, it's just I'll, I'll it's talk rough. about it. <laughs> and I watched it three times. I've saw it once on my own years ago. Uh, I've seen it with my wife, and it was it was equally as hard. And she was emotionally invested in these characters, and she's like, "This is a lot." You know, you want to go for this a walk. You, a lot. Like, you don't even want to talk about it. It's so over the top. And there is a point to the movie. Is there? I, I, I'm looking forward to yeah, hearing that. I, I I like the whole spiritual torture cult thing that just drops in at the last half hour of the movie. I mean, you could have you could have finished the movie at the halfway point. There was so much material to to, to digest. But the, so, what's the your gore score, Michael? <laughs> Fucking thousand uh, five five. It's five, it, five it, a ten. It, oh, at a ten, it's yeah. so it's so much a ten that anything I've ever rated a ten before has to come down to a nine. Oh, interesting. That's everything I've ever said 10 before. I was wrong. Zombie films all come down to a nine martyrs goes up to a 10 because I cared about everybody, even the Ooh. the thing behind Ross. Well, I think it know. also goes to the easy hard thing, right? Yes. Like, Tokyo Gore Police is easy gore. This would I be I think the intensity hard. is definitely a five. Mm-hmm. I think the consistency is pretty consistent. So we'll call it, it's a 10, but and yeah, it's, it's, a, a 10. it's a hard 10 too. Agreed. Because yeah. of the type of gore that's being inflicted and i'm not even talking the about the tone of the movie yeah we'll we'll talk about who is it for and not for and everything but i'm just talking about strictly like the gore the the, the bloody bloody stuff i mean yeah it's it's mm-hmm. it's tough i'll give it a 10 as well ross i i kind i kind of had it in a nine but yeah it's kind of funny no i had it no a, you can keep it at a nine no, i had I it, thought it I, I was I, thinking as a nine as well but i think it was it, it is so it, consistent but I, th- I think it's a hard nine too that like it's oh still yes like, no, no no this is right exactly like coffin nail that. it's a coffin nail nine as in like i can understand a 10 absolutely for this movie like the gore that you get it is not funny haha gore this is <laughs> visceral 
intense gore scenes that happen mm-hmm. in this movie and they're like consistent through it. So like if you're like, oh, wow, that was intense. You're going to probably have about a baker's dozen more scenes that are going, oh, wow, that was really intense. All right, great. Um, it's time for the next sound drop. All right, let's start with subgenres or um, who would even no. Let's start who would with, even want to watch this? Who would like this movie? <laughs> yeah. this movie? Well, okay. Obviously, we kind of already touched on it, but it's definitely like a cult film. It, it is definitely a cult film. Um, <sighs> it's a oh, man. I mean, I, I we really haven't even brought it, brought it up. I guess torture porn like if you're into yes. like a torture yes. porn movie as in like a torture movie like this is it um, was it was at the height of that time the mm-hmm. mid 2000s when your saws and high tensions and all that stuff was going on yeah. hostile mm-hmm. hostile for sure um i'd also say a revenge movie because i mean like the the mm-hmm. real driving force of this is it's a definitely a revenge film I mean, cult the- film on the back, but like, yeah, a torture porn, tor- revenge torture porn niche. But if you like that, this is this is going to hit all your buttons. I don't think so, though. Well, we'll, s- well, we have to talk about spoilers to really get into well, why I don't think that really there's. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the film and I, I do this a lot with watching movies, if, especially if you have an hour and a half mark, they really did a good job with breaking up each half hour into almost a different genre where the first half hour was from minute one to minute minute 30 you were on board with these girls and what was going on and you didn't understand this other character in i believe her name is anna's in and anna's life or was it is it was it in her mind and you had that whole uh, thing they could have based the whole lucy mm-hmm. sorry they could have based the whole film off of that and then the second mm-hmm. part comes in and then it goes into this which I don't want to go too far ahead, but it becomes a whole other film where you're finding out right. all this other information. And then you when know, they that's, that's, pull the rug out from under you, then the third part, you're like, that is a really good I, point. Yeah. If you, it is one of those like complex plots as in like, if you like a movie that poses as another movie that turns into another movie, right. <laughs> this would be right. kind of, kind of a good it's, example it's, of this one. It's very layered. Yeah. We'll get to it. I don't, cause I'm curious what the point of it was where, it reminded me of Barbarian in that sense, except Barbarian has a clear reason why Direct it's message. doing this, and I don't know what this one was, but we'll get to it. Uh, um, I, is it fun or frightful? No. Uh, Brian, you had something to add there? No, not necessarily. Like you said, we'll get to it. I think I know the point. Well, I don't. I guess I don't know the point of the movie. I understand the point of within the plot of the movie of what's going on, but I don't know what the movie's trying to convey itself yeah. to I love, me okay. as a viewer. Anyway, well, part of me, yeah, well, I think me, the more important absolute, question is who is this not for? Yes, absolutely. Well, yes. Fun or frightful. It's not fun. You're not going to watch no, it in the theater to it, laugh. It's, it's, it's more frightful. And it's not for beginners. No, definitely not for beginners. I thoroughly. A subgenre, I would put it in as well as extreme horror. You hear that mentioned mm-hmm. from time to time. I would certainly say this would fit. And I think I hear something coming through the window. We left it open. <laughs> 
Hey, it is the Mothman. <laughs> Look at that. Came in no problem. We could no. barely even hear him flying. Just flies, just screwed it right on in. He's in is this a bit mode. as part of the podcast or, or yes. is it really a Mothman? It's really It's really is a bit, but it also is really But him. we also invite him. It's it's kind of weird. We're yes. contractual. Uh, Adrian, Adrian Depardieu does not appear in this movie. No. Does it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so definitely There's physical... A- Abuse against women, violence to violence women, violence to women. women. Huge. big trigger and on this Huge. one, big and children and children, and ch- yes, and children. Um, uh, familicide, I guess, would be the. Uh, there's some. Is there part? I mean, a lot. There's a lot of torture. There's a lot of torture in this. So if you can, can I add one thing, and I one thousand percent agree that it is. A lot of violence against women, which is very, very, I mean, it's not going to sit well with anyone. However, to get to the point, what the point I believe the film is trying to say was through the endurance of what a woman can handle was where the metaphysical thing had come through. Was There was no, there were no men being utilized in this, by this, mm. to, to keep a light, uh, spiritual torture cult. They didn't find men to say that men can endure this. They said in order to find the meaning of life, that's what this whole thing is. Was well, this whole thing. It's only the second half that doesn't have anything to do with the rest. Of them. We'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta get to that part. <laughs> I, you know what yeah. I really enjoy when we get into this specifically because but the first th- part of this is the part to talk about stuff that's triggering. Yeah, and trigger for this fucking movie. I like the fact that like we have the spoiler free intro, especially in a movie where like we just really want to talk about this movie. <laughs> I'm gonna steal but, dog ear. That is a really awesome thing to say. I'm gonna dog ear this right here. I like that a lot. Yeah. I'm stealing that from you. Um but yeah, no, I would say a lot of I mean, again, if you are not into torture films, this does not gonna sit well whether it's male female like there's a lot of a mm-hmm. lot of intense violence um also uh self-harm in this as yeah. well yeah huge huge stuff with mm-hmm. self-harm yeah or Great. if you i guess have you ever let's, been in a cult <laughs> yeah let's build road to pl- let's build roads to places Spoiler zone. Okay, it's time for IMD behind the scenes. Um, not a lot on these, so there's like four. I'm just going to give them to you right now. Nice. Marlene Japanoy and Marhana Aloui, actresses that play Lucy and Anna, both stated in an interview that they would never work with director Pascal Laguerre again. Oh, interesting. Morhana Aloui, the actress that played Anna, broke three bones during the movie shoot and had to stay in bed for six weeks. Holy shit. Pascal Laguerre has confessed that he wrote the screenplay for the film in a state of clinical depression bordering on suicidal thoughts, which is why the film is said to have nihilistic and depressing subject matter. Do you know um, what had happened to him with Ghost of... of, uh... Incident Ghostland? No, I don't. Okay, I'll throw that in after you're done. Sorry. Yeah, this is the last one. In his previous film, St. Angie, the main character was Anna Jorin, and in Martyrs, Anna is one character, and Lucy's last name is Jorin. That's it. What were you going to say, Michael? Um, He did a film in 2018 called Incident Ghostland, or it's Mm -hmm. also referred to as Ghostland, where it's 
nowhere near as layered as as Martyrs, but there's a lot of similar themes in it. And apparently the young lady, I don't know her name, um, got hurt in the movie, like really bad, where I guess she was, from what I had read, she was banging on a window and he was pushing her to bang on it harder than it needed to be. But I don't think that it was um, like fake glass. I think it was like real glass. Mm-hmm. And she, I think she either cut her forehead really bad or cut her, I, oh, it's her chin. She cut her chin where they had to like stop production. Beautiful young lady, m- massive stitches. The company that he was working for got sued. I think that company went under. These wow. are things I read. Please check me out on that. But sure. that's what I had read Damn. when I was like, I was like, what else has this guy done? I'm like, oh, another crazy film about tortury shit. And I watched <laughs> it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, yeah. And know, maiming I, the actors. That's yeah. That seems to be yeah. I don't know. French horror. Got a little French thing, horror. Pascal. Who picked it? Why in history? This was a patron suggestion. It was suggested as by the witchy Cajon as a joke. When I had said how I had heard this movie was a real tough watch and didn't want to see it. Um, and so, so we picked it then. <laughs> yeah. Then we ended up picking it somehow. Um, and here we are. Michael, I give you a whole big uh, list of movies to choose to join us for. Um, what was there any particular reason why you chose this one? Um, I do like French, French horror a lot um i love um there's there's also a thing when you say and you you three will get this and this makes me sound like a little bit of a snob but when you say what are some horror films that you gravitate to or genres you gravitate to if i say the top 20 typical american films that all deserve to be talked about the top 20 mm-hmm. american horror films especially when you go on reddit or dreadit they just seem to only talk about 20 of the same horror films they think Halloween's the only slash ever made. It just happens. It just comes. And they deserve the credit they deserve. But you don't hear things about like Black Christmas or Alice Sweet Alice. Or if somebody says, what are some great cosmic horror? You don't hear about, you know, Dunwich Horror. You'll hear about The Thing. And, the, and those big horror films all deserve the credit they deserve. And they deserve to be worshipped for how they are. But if you say, I like a lot of uh, French New Wave uh, horror. Or I like I love like Japanese horror. Or I love, and this is a personal favorite. I love Mexican horror. I've been getting into a lot of that. You you tend to just say they have better taste than, you know, do you want to go get a steak or do you want to go to a Brazilian steakhouse? Do you want to just go to, would you rather just go to, not saying these movies are equivalent to going to. No, we get it. You think your taste is superior. That's cool. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, to a degree, because I search and I spend time looking for things. So when you're like, do you want to talk about your book on the Friday 13th part seven, which I like, or do you want to talk about martyrs? I'm like, fuck martyrs is a. Well, it's a film. It's a it's a trying film. <laughs> it's a film. You know, it's not wonderful. It's not. I I think it can be great in some ways, but at the same time, I wouldn't want uh, a young lady to watch it. I think she'd probably throw up. You know, I think I think that's a lot to. But there's at the same time, at the same time, I love the cosmic aspect that pops in at the end, and that's what my book is about, called The Thin Veil of the Cosmos, where a girl transcends her life and has a way to communicate with the universe similar to this film so kind of like all of a sudden like what am i putting up with through all this grime and gore and goo and they throw something they kind of just crowbar open the door and say ah there's some uh something about the meaning of life is in here and <laughs> that's kind of a neat way to go instead of just like well, we just wanted a meat grinder a bunch of people they do throw a point uh, there. so i figured this kind of holds hands with you know what it reminded me of ross Remember, I think we did that um, when I did that last creepy pasta for the creepy file of like the um, uh, 
the people that had like all of their feelings nerve endings severed to try to contact god pure isolation they can try to obtain to see god yes for sure Mm, if you haven't listened that's one of our patreon exclusive that's patreon exclusive exclusive hell yeah meow meow all right (laughs) let's hear roscoe (laughs) mouth sounds Movie talk. Let's do it. We're here. We're talking about it. Begins right away. Bang. We get a young Lucy escaping from captivity in some sort of warehouse area, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And now, opening credits. It's kind of like home movie style. She's in a pa- pediatric hospital. There's a doctor walking around where she was found being like, this is where she was found. I think he's walking a dog while he's doing it yeah, for some totally. reason. Um, I really like, did like the... My dog's um, got to go out anyway. So might as my well. dog has to use the restroom. <laughs> Clearly, I need to do this and do this thing at the same time. I like the dual wielding of the intro credits and still getting a really nice exposition into what happened and kind of like... You kind of get a good backstory, but also like you still, this is all it's all intro credit scenes. You know what I mean? Where I feel like it, it utilized that really well, and having it in the um, almost like medical footage documentary mm-hmm. style, like it's being archived for medical reasons. Totally. Well, which is funny because like they show it to Anna in the office, so it's like there's an right. like there's a point to it. But it's uh, yeah, it's really weird because what it's set in the seventies, right? In like seventy. 71 71 yeah so like it's it's kind of interesting with her super injured and like really messed up and then being what it seems to be for like a hospital or home for special children or children with special needs it says pediatric they it says it somewhere it's a pediatric hospital yeah. of some kind so yeah they, so that video that they've been watching um we see anna and lucy befriending each other anna seems to kind of like taking care of lucy and then the video is actually something Anna's been watching because the police are there. They want to try and catch whoever did this to Lucy. Mm-hmm. Because she's been completely silent about the entire ordeal. Yeah, she won't say what happened to her. She, she, she'll she talk, but not about the, whatever it is she experienced. Yeah. Too traumatized. Uh, also, we see at the uh, where she had been kept that there's like a metal chair with a hole in it yeah for the bucket underneath the prisoner to yeah yeah re- relieve themselves mm-hmm. in what so the cops are talking to anna but they get interrupted because lucy didn't come to lunch yes oh anna so goes to find lucy she's in a bathtub with cuts on cut her up. arms she's like i didn't do it i didn't do it um and they anna just kind of hugs her till they Calm down a little bit, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Uh, this now they're going to go ahead. I was gonna say uh, this upcoming this bedroom sequence I thought was pretty un kind of unnerving. I guess would be the best way of putting mm-hmm. it because up until this point, obviously, like the way it's being presented is that she's kind of like self harming and being found in the bathroom, mm-hmm. insisting it is, and then having what happens in this bedroom scene go through. You're like, oh, oh, interesting. I was like, okay, so I don't know. I, I wasn't like, oh, oh. Well, I th- but what happens in this bedroom scene is they put the chair up against the door so nobody can come in. 
go to sleep in their beds. And then Lucy wakes up because the door is open and the chair is moved out of the way. I thought that on its own is just creepy. Totally. That's like cool, well done but little then, but dude, device. But then you get a boogeyman. Yeah. Then, uh, or a boogie person. A golem. Like there's a, a scary J-horror lady at the foot of her bed. It looks like uh, something out of the movies Michael was mentioning earlier. Yes. Like completely black and then just like the white eyes but on the corner of the bed like hunched over was just like, ooh, ooh. Yeah, very, very golem-esque from, from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yes. Or, <laughs> yeah. And then title card, 15 years later. We're at the home of some family. Daughter, son, father, mother. So, son had been chasing the daughter around the house. It seems like, oh, maybe we're getting a killing at first, but oh, it's just she took a note or yeah. something. Hey, it was it was a nice pump family fake. pranks. Oh, you! And then mom's in the backyard working on some water pump filtration thing and made a yeah a trench a dug a, a huge, huge hole by hand there's no uh there's no digger this, there this is an interesting way to bring some character development in as that she's she's the one that's resilient enough to find out what's wrong with the piping in the house this is the all the back the backstory that we're getting for this oh totally this family well it's also the diy out. and especially like even in the interaction when she comes back into the house like they show the mouse uh that like clogged it and then like they're kind of just berating the son for a bunch of like life choices and yeah. shit like that like the dad is way more passive and the huge aggressor in this conversation is the mom like the mom is like yeah. talking about financial shit. She's just talking about how much like an asshole he is. She just want to be by his girlfriend and like a bunch of other stuff. Well, the dad's like, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, your mom's not wrong. And the sister's been making fun of the girlfriend the entire time. Totally. Do you think that. this has anything to do with strong female themes in the movie? Like character strength, like is every every female character is like extremely strong. Even when you get to the spiritual torture cult, like every every female character seems to hold mm. the strength that, it is that, i mean like i think there's just varying degrees of um like no. either <laughs> i don't know i think with all the female characters i think there is like um congruent themes of um levels of intensity as in like the like the bad like the bad like the bad guys are bad you know what i mean like, as in like the mom's clearly an asshole and the sister is like really edging on i didn't think it was like not comedic or like over the top but like all of the all of the female leads and side character this have very strong characters behind besides them, while a lot of the men in this are fairly muted. As in, like the dad, or when you get to the second owners of the house, like th that gentleman. There's not a lot of like interaction between that versus the female characters. I yeah, I could definitely see that kind of going through it. There's a knock at the door. Somebody better answer it. Who's at the door? Lady with a shotgun. Pacow. Lady with a shotgun. Dad gets blasted. Pacow. Mom gets blasted. In like a really sort of real violent way. It's not like as fun as it I'm is, making it sound. <laughs> no, it is really yeah. fucking intense. I mean, like the parents getting shot is one thing, but then like, did you, like, oh my God, the questioning the brother while he's sitting down. He goes, did you know what they did? 
And then him being like, has no response to that. And then just the gut shot while he's sitting down where you're like, oh, he, she, that turned from like, um, cause I was trying to do the math in my head where like the kids are like 18 and younger. So it's like, these guys had no active part of what the torture was, but the second I thought she was going to kill the parents and then like, leave it as is. I had no idea that she was going to hang on the desk from here. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, but I could <laughs> It's a staple. It's a staple, baby. Um, but I, it, it was up until she shot the brother that I was like, oh, it's going to be a, she's a family annihilator. She's going to kill the entire household. The thing, the weird thing is, and there's a, a moment to pause before she goes after the brother. When she kills the family, the way it's written, like, you know what happened to the young lady. I, um, is it Anna or Lucy? Lucy, Lucy right? yeah. It's Lucy. You know what happened to Lucy. We saw her run away, and there she is. I'm assuming if she was eight and 15 years later, she's like 23-ish, and mm-hmm. now she now she comes in with a shotgun, a merciless weapon. Just just they they made the shotgun do what shotguns do in movies. You know, just rip people apart. It wasn't like get shot and go oh and like hold the gut and like put your hand over the wound. They really yeah. It's really chopping mm-hmm. people to bits. When she said, do you know what they did? Or was that the term that she, was that the phrase she used? Did you know what they did? I think so, yeah. That, everything, and this sounds bad to say this, but we're fans of horror films, was justifiable. Even though, until it went to the level of the kids. Because you knew this girl was tortured. You saw how awful it was. It's mm-hmm. fucking terrible. And then she's hanging on to revenge. Well, of course, at this point, though, we also don't know if they well, there's, did it. There's a lot she of, seems like she might be crazy. In the first true, true. part of the and, movie, yeah. I thought that what she was seeing was probably in her head. In her own head, yeah. Well, like, it's, I, what's kind of interesting, though, is like even after... The, I mean, the family slaughter scene is fucking nuts. And like with the daughter where like she fucking shoots into the mattress and then having that teenage girl run out and just getting just whack, just shot in the back was just like and showing mm-hmm. it and showing it like graphically showing it was super fucked up. But like even the uh, the phone call that we get later on, like she calls Anna and like literally was like you were just supposed to observe and she's so adamant about it was them it was them it was them it gives you this really weird narrative of like okay anna's following along with what lucy's doing but she didn't realize what lucy's intent was like they were gonna maybe like like anna was i think in it to be like okay we're gonna find these people and then like get them arrested or find them and like to, obviously, she had no idea she was like Lucy was going to go in and systematically murder the entire family with a shotgun because he was like screaming like, "How did you know the address? Like, tell me where you're at." <laughs> did you? Did any of you? And I know we're get this is going to get off the rails a little bit. At this point, did any of you think of like, um, Memento, at the point where no, um, where there was um, I can't remember Guy Pierce's character's name in Memento, where he was always trying to find a John G to to always mm-hmm. you know to, to 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 get rid of mm-hmm. to get revenge so i was like i was like wait, is she john g in this this whole scenario and finding another john g and finding another family to always like, that's what i was getting at this oh point. totally no at this point in the movie especially after everything that goes on and then anna's reaction is to me i was like a huge level of doubt if this is an actual if these were right, the actual right. people or she just thought these were these people and that makes even like the the child's death even heavier 
You know what I mean? Where yeah. you're just like, if she wasn't, they're not even a hundred percent sure. Right. right. I'm not so sure that Anna didn't think that Lucy would necessarily kill them or not kill them. I think she just wanted to be certain that she was right. killing the right people more than yeah. it was a problem that she killed them is what I got from it. Mm-hmm. Of course, she probably would have had a problem had she known it was a whole family well, shotgun style. No, but you totally. Know. And the only reason why I say that is that when she gets to the house and she finds the bodies, she's checking pulses and stuff. Like if the intent was just like she like everyone's just dead, you know what I mean? And she was like on a murder mission. I don't know if she would be that sympathetic to when she showed up and then like was checking the father and the mother and stuff like that. I don't you know? think she believes necessarily that these are the right people. Yeah. Yeah, that's why she's doing. Oh, totally. that's why I thought she was doing that. Absolutely. not because mm-hmm. no, 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 one hundred percent, one hundred percent. I did like the rage moment so, with the corpse, where she just keeps on hit, like she's like trying to like touch the woman's face, and then like starts rattling her, and then just starts beating her, saying like, "Why did you do this to me?" Which I was mm-hmm. like, oh, "How could you do that? How to could me? you do that to me?" Where it's like that, like, "Oh, why?" Um, I, you probably could have asked them while they were alive. <laughs> I don't think she really wanted to know. No. But so then she calls Anna, and with this is when we find out that it is Lucy that had done this. Um, at first time watch, you're not; it's not totally clear what's going on yet. It's just jump fifteen years in the future, and we watch this family get killed. Yeah, Lucy waits for Lucy says, "I'm going to come there and waits for Anna at the, um, at the house." Or Anna says she's going to come meet Lucy at the house. Uh, after that happens, the J-Horror lady pops back up and attacks Lucy again, ends up getting the blade away, cuts all those, uh, cuts her back up real good. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. <laughs> real good. Lucy, yeah, hides from scary lady, has a flashback to her being tortured as a kid. Now Lucy runs outside mm-hmm. and runs directly into Anna. Anna tells her she is inside as if Anna knows that there's this lady boogeyman character who's been following her probably since that night when she found her cut in the bathtub oh, yeah. for that day. Mm-hmm. Anna tells Lucy, stay put. She's going to go inside and see what's up. I wrote, Anna is pretty distressed by what she finds inside. Yes. Um, <laughs> Certainly. So this touches to what you were saying, Ross, about uh, just, you know, it's a family that's been just been ruthlessly torn apart by a shotgun. There's blood everywhere. Oh my god! He's dead. Not what she was expecting. Um, meanwhile, Lucy's like, kind of like they had it coming. Also, she cut me up pretty good. I need you to help me out. So she starts sewing her up, cleaning up the wounds, sewing up her back. Oh, to make uh, mention here at this point, um, they didn't explain how Lucy had done this to herself, but. The wounds were to, to her back, which means she would have had to scrape up against something. The the golem creature was cutting her back and slashing her, mm-hmm. which you can't you can't physically do that to yourself. So they're still You're doing trying a little to, bit. But I mean, I think the director was maybe trying to get you to think that's that actually was one of my notes. How much they where like yeah. the way that the wounds were all up and down mm-hmm. her back, it would have been very difficult to do that like as in like if mm-hmm. you were going to be self-harming you'd be probably doing the front of yourself not like down the center of your back like that would take a, a concerned effort to try to do that to yourself so it's like i think it goes into the disassociative 
thing yeah. that happens when she's seeing this creature as in obviously right. it's herself doing it but it's doing it in a, in a fashion that makes it look like it's not or mm-hmm. to throw doubt on the audience saying is that golem creature real real it, yeah, yeah. In, in the house running around right now on top of everything else mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it moves uh starts moving bodies to the bathroom i don't know why she's yeah. collecting them all in the bathroom initially i think they're trying to figure out what the hell to do because uh she called f- from the house and like there's now a a uh, i guess a trail that would lead right. them yeah. the two girls to this house so like they can't just leave a murder scene they have to figure out how to dispose of and clean the body so they're like well it's got like clue they're like okay we're just gonna move it into the <laughs> move it into the parlor just move all the corpses into the parlor we're gonna figure it out in a minute i guess i'd be like all right let's come up with a plan not like let's move these until we come up with a plan because then they just start moving them to the the pit outside it's like yeah double the work they're in the bathroom Anna's still unsure of everything, and Lucy's like, look, smell the uh, smell the mom. You smell her. I smelled that scent every time uh, she beat me. Every time I was beaten, I smelled that. Mm-hmm. She tells her that she knows the parents are the... She knows for a fact that those are the people that tortured her 15 years ago. Anna kisses Lucy, but Lucy is not into it. So it seems like maybe also Lucy yeah. is secretly in love with Anna. Yeah. It's the only time it's really given any play totally but that's just kind of tossed in there and i think well i think it also yeah. may just yeah it's i it's <laughs> i don't necessarily i don't think it necessarily would it wasn't necessary but it may dr- like add a little bit of exhibition to why anna is allowing herself to be led down this road so hard as in like now this is a you know what i mean like mm. biffles but if she's like romantically has this attachment to lucy it's i don't know it causes you to question it less. Yeah. To me, I was like, eh, why did I toss that in? I was like, they're already best friends from this pediatric right. trauma yeah. hospital. Like, sure. That should be, should be, that probably should have been sufficient. The trauma bond. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but she lets like, but Anna lets Lucy sleep and she does all the dragging out to that pit. So she starts bringing right. those. Well, buzz- that's what's happening now. Yeah. Lucy, we see some more flashbacks of her being tortured Lucy, then she wakes up and she's sleeping in the daughter's room for some reason. Mm -hmm. Um, She looks out the window and she sees Anna dragging a body through the rain to throw in the hole that the mother was in earlier with the pipes that we talked about, the DIY mom. I I took the scene as to when Lucy wakes up in that girl's room for a moment. I didn't think she was in the house anymore because it was the only thing that didn't look like a murder scene. Oh, that's fair. Um, so, so that is very true. Up until you see the photos could, of her right. in the background. And like I was thinking maybe she's allowing her a sense to recoup, to not have this this torturous thing that she does to herself and all the chaos that she caused. So let's just put her in some sort of um, a timeout room almost yeah. so she could like to, mm-hmm. uh, to adjust, hopefully become, yeah little normal there yeah while she clean Quiet while she down. cleans up lucy's mess while she cleans it. and and then i was like how many times this has been done to, to what degree though maybe maybe it wasn't always murder but how many times has she seen and done yeah crazy i think things it was to herself <laughs> i think it's just the assertiveness of anna that kind of gave me that vibe a little bit too where i was like is this the first time that this has happened right, or has right. this happened before because she's very calm and collected about cleaning her wounds and getting right. her in like to a sterile environment and then kind of like reassessing and like all right let's just move these bodies into here I, I think it's, it's this could have happened to some sort of degree at another time and then and this was just the moment that 
just kind of crescendo. The third echo. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anna discovers that the mom is still alive. That's a cool moment when she's oh, like, yeah. when she looks in the mirror and she's, she's like, just <gasps> staring at her. She's, oh my God. Just dr- with her dead daughter's body draped on top of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Not it's terrible like, way to wake holy up. Holy Can't fuck. think of a worse way. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And then Anna just being like, you need, you need to just shut the fuck up. Like you need to be quiet right now. Yeah. Yeah. So she hides it from Lucy and starts taking the daughter out to the corpse pit. Um, and while she's dragging the daughter out, she like falls over out there. But the scary lady, she, then she hears screaming inside because the scary J horror lady is oh. in the bathroom with Lucy, looking real gross. Oh, and like doing this weird, like weird. contortiony kind of like fucking back mm-hmm. turny weird shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which did either of you at a point? I think they didn't reveal it yet. Who the contortionist? demon lady was or the it's the, not revealed yet no. but i mean we can say it but the face the face was was different i was thinking it was another form of lucy at this point because Same. then you get you yeah, get a different watch, you get a yeah. different face and i was like is this like an evil lucy or was when i was taking notes because i had seen this maybe back in eight when it came out or mm-hmm. seven or eight and then i saw it back in 12 or 13 then i watched it again today and i'm like oh this is like a a golem lucy and that was the notes that i took and then i scratched the notes off because it didn't matter anymore because <clears throat> the face was revealed and showed somebody somebody entirely different right. yeah yeah no but it's i mean like i don't know man like this 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 whole scene is it's really interesting because Especially in later dialogue where um, she, I mean, she's up in this bathroom kind of fighting this like demon entity golem thing. Um, and then when like Anna breaks down the door and they go hide into the other daughter's bedroom and then like she's screaming through it. She's like, I killed them. I even killed their kids. I even killed their kids. It's like mm-hmm. now you like the whole motivation. It's like, mo- what do you want from me? Exactly. And the whole motivation isn't like it's weird because like it is revenge, but also in her mind, this entity is torturing her until she can find these people. Mm-hmm. And now she's murdered them, including their children. And this thing is still going after her. It's like a grief monster. Yes. But when she, after she yells all that, it does seem to go away. At least it stopped banging on the door. No, that's very true. Because then we get uh, the flashback, right? Exactly. Flashback. <laughs> Lucy is forced to eat slop. Uh, per- young Lucy, uh, person feeding her moves her to a nut- new spot, but hurts her ankle while she's doing it, and that's when Lucy gets free. But right before she actually leaves the building, she sees another person being tortured, and it's the scary J horror lady who's been haunting her. Oh my god! Lucy continues to run away, leaves the lady there. So the demon so isn't a demon. Guilt. It's a ghost or a hallucination of her guilt. <laughs> Halusa Jason. That's good. Mm-hmm. I think it's something. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's I mean, definitely a thing. Yeah. Third Tyler Durden. I, I, see, I I would want to talk about it more if it just didn't matter and turned into a movie about something else. Yeah. Well, we'll get it's, to that. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, we will kind of get into that. I do like the different levels of... I like the first half of this. Yeah. It's a lot more interesting to me. I think it's... I, I do like the different levels of martyrdom, though. And as you progress through the film and obviously... Anna okay. breaks through is like it. This is. I'm glad you touched on this. Finish your thought, but I want to ask about martyrs. <laughs> yeah, well, it's because I mean, like you know, obviously we're in spoiler zone. Like this, the the entire intent of these people being held in captivity is to torture them to an excruciating point, so that they 
transcend their physical selves and uh, consciously ascend to some other plane of existence. You know what I mean? So it's like, and it's weird seeing um, Lucy and then later on in the film, uh, uh, term <laughs> Hellraiser version of Jordy LaForge um, mm-hmm. kind of like they, they have hallucinations and these crazy vivid, weird shit that happens to them, but they didn't fully transcend. So like, this is the byproduct of doing that level of torture onto the human body, but not breaking through the ceiling. Like this is like the weird purgatory of that before transcending. Right. Right. What, what does martyr mean to you? Because the way it's used in this movie in different ways, and then when we get the definition of it as witness, it's just maybe it's a lost in translation thing. I don't know, but I, you know, there, there's a thing with words where people could put their meaning into words, and we see this a lot. And we could, I don't want to derail anything, but like when you take something like a martyr, you say, "What if this guy, if somebody doesn't like this person, or they?" Or somebody had killed like a politician and say, well, that would make them a martyr. And that would make all everything that they they say all of a sudden hit this his huge become this huge platform that's gonna be never ending. It's gonna live on. That's one mm-hmm. way of looking at martyrdom. And yep, it's like they had way. become a martyr and their their ideals now are are just gonna get to continue. But the They're sad thing is representative of a cause. Right, but people see it as belief. something more positive. Yeah. yeah. But to see it like as a in this movie, and then when you get to the end, and you're like, "All right, I don't want to give too many spoilers away," but I'm like, "Was it used properly? You know, was was the was the word martyrdom used properly?" I don't think so, because it, it's also I, I think it's that definition, or just somebody who's killed for their beliefs, religious, political, or otherwise. Yeah, um, whether well, I, or not that they then become an icon for a movement. But well, I think it's either neither of those apply to this. Well, I think and it's almost we like get a, the definition. It means witness. Mm-hmm. Well, it is like <laughs> a witness. Even but, that I don't think applies to what they're when they use it other times in the movie. But I think even when they talk about it in dialogue, it's almost like a um, it sounds weird. It's almost like a bastardization of the word martyrdom, because in these tenses and they bring it up in dialogue is that like they're taking like non-religious atheist people and torturing them to having these religious out of body experiences. You know what I mean? So like in this cult thing, being a martyr is like a perverse version of what the intent of the original meaning is. If that's the best way to say it, that is the best way to say it because you could say it's a perverse version it's it's taking the word and trying to find the spirituality, but you're getting at it from a completely yeah. different. No, angle. it's like it's Sam. I think it's just it's wrong on purpose. But the word has nothing to do with finding spirituality. <laughs> well, well, I think for it, these people, for well, this person, it, it has become like a martyr for their cause. Now, cause. if they reach this level, it's a martyr for them because it's um, okay justification for their them. cause yeah. or something type of thing and they're using that and and and, and it's and in and, and their perverse mind it's was all okay, okay to do this to get to this point and this person's therefore a martyr for this greater cause type of yeah. thing okay. it's kind of like when you look at the term armageddon and it's, it's such a misused word where you take it and you go back to the the christian bible and you take uh, where Jesus in in the end times before the second coming of Christ that Jesus is supposed to step foot on Mount Megiddo prior to this um, battle on earth between good versus evil and Mount Megiddo M E G G I D D O I believe it's spelled maybe it's one G 
this Mount Megiddo is supposed to be the end times apocalyptic uh, word or, or this this word is used to, to to talk about this. And they say, oh, well, that's Armageddon. And then you fast forward 2000 years and now you have a used car lot down by my house and they sell a lot of cars and they call it Carmageddon. Carmageddon. <laughs> right. So so it, the word gets bastardized so much where it just starts to develop new meaning and say, oh, my God, this hurricane is so bad. This will be Armageddon. And they just throw mm-hmm. the term out there, but it's supposed to be a location in a post or in a pre-apocalyptic war. And they just just use the word for whatever purpose and you just throw, throw whatever sticks at it and say, well, you know what? Dark spirituality, torture, um, transcendence, metaphysical guru bullshit. Let's just call it martyrs. Or they could have just called it those four, you know, right. adjectives right. they used. All right, all right, all right. So now Lucy comes out of that flashback. She's hammer time. Locked in her room or locked or Anna's locked herself some on the other side of the house somehow or something. Anna's trying to get the mom out of there at this point. She's trying to sneak the mom out. Hammer time. She's like, I'll get you out of here. I'll get you as far as the woods. Hammer time. You got to wait for your opportunity to say that. You've spoiled it like three times. Stop jumping the gun. He's he's, he's building up to it. (laughs) (laughs) But now the moment's done been lost. She tells her, you know, I'll get you out as far as you can get. Uh, Like, I'll get you to the woods and you're on your own from there. Lucy pops out, bangs the mom's brains out. Hammer time. (laughs) There you go. Lucy is mad. Anna tried to help her at this point. Oh, and she like, this is a very violent, difficult to watch part. Like, it's not a fun gore. This is a hard hard gore. gore She's just caves this woman's fucking skull in with a hammer. Um, and her menacing Anna with it afterwards was fucking intense. Like, <laughs> yeah. Now she's scaring Anna, breaking stuff around her, saying like, "I can't believe you did that. You, what, you never believed me either. Just like the doctors, huh? You think I'm crazy?" Um, but scary lady's at the top of the stairs and comes after Lucy again. Lucy gets a box cutter for protection. But scary lady hugs her, then takes the blade and starts cutting her up. And surprise. It's Lucy doing it the whole time. It's cool. The juxtaposition of Lucy's perception of what's going on versus Anna's perception of what's going on is amazing in this because you're having the same things where it's like she's holding the razor up to her forearm and going. I mean, she's not going across the street. She's going right down the middle of the road on both Mm -hmm. sides of her fucking arms. Um, And it's cool seeing the the creature kind of just like doing it. And then the shot of Anna watching her just slitting her own her own like arms and wrists you know Mm -hmm. i don't know what it is about self-mutilation that's so much harder for me but when i'm seeing the creature do it like it's you know whatever it's not great to watch but it's fine but when she's doing it herself i'm like i feel it 10 times more. i think it's because the (laughs) when it's the creature it's a force beyond herself and when you're seeing Mm -hmm. it it's her doing it to herself and that's good and it makes it that much more off-putting you know what i mean because that is very good you know so then also she starts banging her own head against the wall because the creature is banging her head oh, against the wall. Awesome. Whap, 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 whap. Yeah, like hard. All this, hard. all the violence in this movie has very, uh, the sound design is very much like, you know, dropping slabs of ham on the floor. It's, it's got meat, pu- smacky It's got punch type. to it. This mm-hmm. goes to that thing where you're like, if I were dropping to just hit man-hams. 10 seconds, just 10 seconds to skip ahead. Would I save myself from just watching a woman from being brutally 
abused. And the answer, and learned, well, and the answer nine out of ten is yes. At this point, at this yeah. point, I'm still all not the gore is like it's it's intense, and I'm like, this is a lot, but I'm still not put off. Skipping ahead, time. skipping ahead. And I'll, yeah, that we have twenty two minutes. Twenty two <laughs> minutes. It's just rinse, repeat, torture. We'll get to it. Because mm-hmm. um, I on my second watch, I was like, how long is this? Nice. Oh, I don't think any of us touched on it in our history. I haven't seen this before. Oh, I haven't Brian, seen you it. Haven't no. seen- oh, I, ha- Ross, I have not seen, seen this. Great. Okay. I thought you would have been the one. Uh, Ross, you, you have? No, I have not. Oh, this is yeah, your first time. This is my first time viewing this. Because no I had actually way. seen the like 20 minutes into the 2016 remake. I see. And then okay. I realized that I wasn't watching the original one and then stopped That's watching unique. it a while. That was just so funny. I was like, I got to see the first one before I see it. And then I just knowing never picked that, it up. Knowing that you guys are, are gurus, I thought you would have been like. All up on this. I'm I'm, well, I'm real rusty it, on French, to be totally honest it, with you. Okay. Okay. That, that makes sense. So you, when I said earlier, and I'm glad I threw that in, um, that that was known at that time as the big four. This is back when the IMDb horror boards were around though, that I think they got mm-hmm. termed as the big four. I think actually when Tumblr was a thing, they had, I remember people making icons of the four title credits of the film of, uh, Inside Frontiers Martyrs and, um, High Tension. The other one. High Tension. Yeah. High Tension being the first, mm-hmm. which also had a kid getting shot from the back too in that film, which... I don't think I've ever seen that at that point. And I went to see High Tension in the theaters. I'm like, never saw that before. That's They're taking the gloves off on this one. Oh, totally. But, and it wasn't even like Art House. You could see that. I saw that at uh, Regal. Yeah. <laughs> really? And how, how yeah. old were you when you saw High Tension? Was that four? Four or five? Uh, I want to say senior year. Or maybe. No, I think it was junior <laughs> sorry. year. When you said four school. or five, I was like, Sam was four years old. What he oh, said. So sorry. I think it was. I apologize. I think it was 2003, 2004. Okay. Because I, I went with uh, people who were seniors when i was juniors so it must have been either fall of 2003 or spring of 2004 when i went to france i went to the eiffel tower and um my friend took a picture of me wearing see some underpants my high tension t-shirt with the eiffel tower behind me and this big beautiful french man saw me and he came up to me and his his act his english was great and he goes you like a french horror movies and I said, yes. And he goes, I like a hamburgers. And that was his, <laughs> that was his dialogue with me. I don't know that's if that's great. because um, that's what we eat over here. That's fantastic. Yeah, no, that is exactly it. Hamburger. He was like, I like hamburgers. Hamburger. I like hamburgers. Yeah. All right. Where were we? Um, Lucy. Oh, I think Lucy was about to Texas Chainsaw Master oh, herself so out of the Lucy house. Runs out, yeah, she runs outside into the rain, turns around, slits her throat. We get a pretty gooey throat slit. Yeah. And, Indeed, uh, yep. Goo. And this brings us sad Anna. Anna brings Lucy's body inside. Were you were you cleans her up. surprised at this point that they that they went here in the story? I was a bit. Yeah, after Lucy kills herself, I was kind of like, "Oh, I wonder if this is just going to be like Anna in a house with the aftermath for the rest of the movie." As in like her just right, trying to because clean. they could have they could have done that. Oh, Absolutely. totally. 100%. I was just figuring this would be like the the French horror, gore horror version of Weekend at Bernie's, where she just has to like, she's like, what am I going to do with all these corpses? There's so many corpses. Right. I thought, yeah, I wasn't sure what direction they were going to go. I was surprised, but I wasn't stunned. But I was like, all right, so now it's going to focus on Anna. What are they going to do? And it's kind of the movie had been pretty fast paced up to this point. Like yeah. things are happening. It's moving quickly. So it's like, I'm sure I'll find out soon enough. 
And the only reason I say fast-paced up until this point is because, again, it'll get to a point where it is no longer fast-paced. She calls her mom in the morning, Anna, because I guess yes. she's sad. Hasn't and, heard from her for years. Yeah, their relationship is clearly strained. And she ends up putting the phone down off the hook. When she goes to check out, she hears something well, happen. She sees the hammer handle. And she looks over because it moves or something like that. And then it falls. And she realizes there's something behind the uh, cabinet the, that it was the, on. The actual cabinet's on. I also, I thought it was kind of interesting that when she calls her mom from the house line, I was like, okay, this, I, I honestly thought I was like, okay, Anna's probably going to off herself or do something. So this is like, she's now tripling down, incriminating herself by making phone calls to her own mother coming out of the murder scene house. Mm, interesting i was just like i guess she doesn't she just doesn't care. doesn't care at this point you know she's so broken she just wants to talk to her mom totally. right. type of thing. yeah i want my mommy type of deal so yeah so she finds the secret torture area in this house because Ooh. uh lucy was right so i'm like okay interesting <laughs> this, so this is the direction we're going this in. looks like something that you would find in raccoon city like this is some Revi- like Resident Evil yes. style, well, like yes. fucking like everything is cl- like white and sterile and stainless steel. There's a fucking viewing gallery of atrocities before you get to a shower to decontaminate. Like, <laughs> like I was sitting there going, like, God, this looks like they took this directly out of like Resident Evil Three. Yeah, very, very. I get that feel. I understand it. <laughs> and she finds there's somebody down here. There's a. Sort of, uh, if if you see Barbarian, I think Brian already touched on it, I think, while we were recording. Mm-hmm. Maybe before, yeah. but it looks like Mother. Yeah. It's very, I would say, the inspiration from Mother and Barbarian like, probably came from this. This is, uh, this is, um, if mom, if, if Mama from uh, Barbarian, or Mother from Barbarian is the Hulk, this is Bruce Banner. Like, this is what, like, this is mm. other, and then final form is Barbarian. So it's this skinny, emaciated, dehydrated lady with sores all over. She's chained up. She's got this thing, like, stapled into her head, this metal that huge device metal that blinder. covers her eyes so she can't see anything. Okay, see, so and when question- is it just me or when Anna finds her, does she look like she's like, oh, I just found a new best friend. Great. Awesome. Like, now I can fix her up. And you know what? No, honestly, I got the look that it justified everything that happened upstairs. I, I agree. Where yeah. she realizes, like, at agree. that point, she's like, oh, fuck, Lucy wasn't lying these people are fucking monsters. Right. It was almost like a relief. Cause I mean, at the, up until that point, Anna didn't a hundred percent know if this was, if, if Lucy was correct in who she picked. And then like, obviously it's a fucking horrifying thing she's seeing, but also at the same time, she's like, Oh, okay. She wasn't lying. Okay. She wasn't lying. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So then at this point though, wouldn't you call the police? 100%. Because yes, you could be in some trouble, yes. but you're yes. definitely rescuing this yes. lady and you didn't do anything oh. and they're for sure the bad yes. guy. There's yes. literally a torture dungeon underneath the house. Okay. Also, and- just a quick nod is that I have no idea why they put blinders on her because this entire cult's thing is that they have to it's have a scene. Yes. 100%. It was like, is this just like a reject? Like, was this like, all right, well. I think so. I think that she was a reject and she she couldn't hit enlightenment because what well, at the end they they number how many who yeah were able yeah. to do it. and I don't want to throw There's that been, right now 
That's but, fine. Yeah, they mentioned that four have done have it. Done yeah. and have made so it one only pretend this about is like a hundred. Yeah, yeah, pretend yeah. this is like a hundred because they, they did a hundred of them. Because with this one too, is obviously they say it later, but like she has hallucinations of cockroach. Like it's crazy that like the before fully transcending so, uh, all of this horrendous shit that happens to these women is like if you get to a certain point, you're just hallucinating something horrific the like your entire life. Yeah. So why would they keep her? Why would it exactly? To yeah, speak <laughs> is it crassly, crassly? Yeah, like why don't they just kill her? Like why? Yeah. Do they pull, well, what's it, the point of putting the blinder on to just keep from the perspective of these people? If they're if their like whole point is to make something happen, and this one didn't work, like there's well, no. I don't know if yeah. it's a maybe it's not a failed project. It's an unfinished project. As in, like, I don't think it's like it's not a direct failure. It's just like, okay, we just have to torture her differently or do something different to her to make her ascend. You know what I mean? Like, you always want to be able to see the eyes. The eyes are such an important thing. It's it's such a thing to it. For this one, I have no idea. I mean, like, because I mean, the staples in her head are like three inches long. Like, they're not trying to intentionally take that thing off at any time soon. Or maybe they are. Maybe there was a next step where that comes got interrupted oh that's true because yeah this is, there is this the is final those... step which ultimately you know i don't think it's the always giving skinned it's it's whatever the artist <laughs> will call them is the the house. yeah right and the whole movie is a lot of what the fuck moments and i think this is just a higher level of what the fuck when you see this you're like what the fuck am i watching and it's the reveal of um lucy wasn't crazy and then at the same time, you're like, oh, these people were monsters. And before you even open up the door to find out there's this supernatural or, or, or metaphysical torture cult that comes in. It's uh, I've, as the, the writer director is like, what more information could I drop at this point to just either have an empty, uh, you know, a corridor, an empty chasm, an empty labyrinth downstairs or throw this figure at them to have people just like retching in their seats to be like, aha, I can go further with this. <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, because he the did because he did because you're at the point where like, I, I don't know how much more I can endure at this point. Mm-hmm. We're, we're being tor- we're tortured as the viewer watching this, too. <laughs> sure. One hundred percent. So uh, Anna brings mother from Bar- uh-huh. I don't know what to call her. The mother, <laughs> this victim with the thing on yeah. her head to runs a bath. She's going to clean her, but that seems to scare her. So she's like, I'll put her in a bath. Maybe she'll like that. Mm-hmm. But she does. OK. Then she decides to remove the thing oh. from her head, so it's like stapled in across the Pulling center of her head, like a mohawk, oh. off the top of the dome, off the dome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. This is the part where I was like, I don't think this is a comedy. This is, oh, this is not sure. A, you, you weren't I, watching I, I Marty's anymore, right? It wasn't a French comedy. Oh mm-hmm. God, screwball comedy of errors. So. Uh, she pulls the thing off and of course the lady starts freaking out so she grabs a towel to cover her head again to be like hey it's okay it's not on there but you know in due time when you're ready and then I guess she leaves her there because she goes and falls asleep on next Lucy's, to Lucy's corpse. corpse I don't yeah that I completely don't understand um, but then she wakes up to having what's her name losing it yes Anna finds the torture victim mother character trying to cut her arm off or hand totally. off or she's just cutting herself with a big butcher huge knife. knife and it's just like and, th- and shoving the uh anna off of her just to keep on mutilating herself and really digging in there yeah. oh and by the way that's uh 
uh, still frame of that mutilation is what Ross is right has behind. Yes, exactly. And just gunning for it. Um, I actually don't recall that angle. Is that a different angle that wasn't in the film? I, I remember it was from another angle when I saw I that. I think so, or it's mirrored. I'm not 100% sure. Oh, no, that makes sense. That makes sense because I remember it was from, from the other side of the bedroom. Yeah, this now, way. Okay, other. we get two. Angles. What's kind of crazy. <laughs> What's kind of crazy? All right. So both Lucy and this woman have hallucinations. Okay. So I guess the reason for the blinder on her eyes is because when she looks down at her body, she's completely covered in cockroaches all the time and she wants to cut them off. And that's why, it, like, that's why all of those fucking scars and shit are on her. It's interesting to me that both hallucinations from Lucy and this woman cause self-harm like massive self-harm mm. so like the demon represented makes her cut up and like fillet her own body and then this manifestation of cockroaches makes her want to just peel her like cut herself open or cut her like extremities off i find that on oh, remember the writer director said he had suicidal ideations yeah. during the time he made this totally it's just it's it's weird that like the hiccup for this their version of martyrdom is just having these like self-harm machines you know what I mean? Like, I don't know, it's weird. Yeah, it's, so, it's real weird, man. Well, like, what if it? What if they take had taken it from? Um, I would like to use the proper term, uh, maybe like an American Indian or Native American aspect of let's just fast and go out into nature and just take peyote. <laughs> yes, maybe right. that way instead of say chop off limbs or, yeah. or stab. Let's let's just torture. Let's people. just torture yeah. people and see how that goes. And then get them to tell us and then they'll tell us what they saw and it'll be great. Yeah. Like what we'll get to that. That's, but, the, so, that's, the, that's the lore of the film. Mother and Anna are, have this moment where she's trying to cut her arm off and then the torture victim lady tries to leave and then she starts rubbing her head against a wall and a sort of weird freak out thing she's having yeah. and then pop uh the hole appears in her head <gasps> and at this point i was wondering if maybe they had like implanted something in her head that if yes. she tried to leave it made her head explode <laughs> it made her head explode but that's not the case there's a lady standing there with a shotgun suddenly there's a team of people in the house yes <laughs> This is like, and the shotgun lady immediately starts questioning Anna. It's like the French version of Men in Black. Like they just show this up. This is, and this is where I was talking about in the beginning. Is I think the hour mark. So you had the half. It's hour. It's right about that. Yeah, yeah you, had the, you had the half hour mark of all that we we endured. Then you had the ha- then the thirty one to sixty minute. And this is like almost cut like an apple. It's like this is the third act starts here. Yeah, yeah. Like the way he the way he paced out in all the 22 editing. Twenty two minutes of it though. Yeah. Are brutal. The, what's going to happen mm-hmm. then? Yeah. And it's just, it's such a, to me, like it's so fast paced before and then it gets so repetitive. And what you talked about that you could just skip ahead. I, and I'm like, being, I'm being 100% fucking, honest. This, this is, section. I've seen this movie three times up. and I have not sat through all, all of it an entire. I'm like, I just said to myself, and this happens a lot with horror movies, will I learn anything else if I continue to? fuck my head up and continue to watch this. Yeah. Sit through this. I, yeah. I enjoy what what was trying to be said and where it went. And the ending is cool because it's debatable. And we, could t- we could talk about that forever. But to get there, it's kind of like, do I want to just drag you around a swamp for an hour just to ask this one question or can we do for a half hour and, and get to the same point? Like it's just mm-hmm. nothing against the director or the, or the editors, the people who worked on the film, but there's just a point where you're like, 
I should I throw oh, twice? I have something against it. Fuck oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. okay. Anyway, especially for being because uh, it's intentional because it's so well paced. Yeah. Aside from mm-hmm. that, uh, so shot in the head. Uh, shotgun lady starts asking her like, "Who's the girl on the couch?" She tells her it's Lucy. She asks who she is. She's there. Presume we kind of end up finding out this is just like part of whatever. The, the parents weren't working alone. They were part of this larger circle mm-hmm. and they have now come here because they haven't heard from them and they're trying to figure out what the hell is going on. So Shotgun Lady uh, ha- takes Anna to like the hallway where the photos yes. are of the torture area. Handcuffs her up. And handcuffs her to a wall in there. Leaves her there. Now this team, all the remaining corpses, the the mom's body, the torture victim mother's body, Lucy's body. I think the all, I think it's all the women's bodies. Actually, they're not in the corpse pit yet. All get tossed. Did in you there. notice on the wall the photos that were there? And maybe I'm reading into too much into this as I as I do with things. Please, were there only three photos of three other women who had hit enlightenment? And it was mentioned at the end that there were four, four being Anna. Mm-hmm. Being the fourth one, I think those were the other three martyrs that they were almost revered as like saints or some sort of like religious. The photos in that hallway, yeah, of the women. I they thought there were they four were, photos. I thought there, there was were, only three. I thought there were three, but meaning that there were four total who had hit martyrdom and who had hit this level of supernatural or spiritual metaphysical enlightenment, and these were their saints. The other three women who they were revering as all this shit they do to these women. These three are the ones who've who've come out to this to find the meaning of life or cosmic life or whatever, and they were like their their religious figures. You know, in in the terminology of the movie, in the way that they yeah, the I could see them being revered as like right. saints. That's what I took cult, them as. That sure. I didn't. At first, I was like, oh wait a minute, they're just people that they tortured. I'm like, oh wait a minute, these aren't just people they tortured. These are people who've actually attained some sort of level of some sort of heightened awareness or some sort of supernatural wisdom or something like that and those are those three that's what i thought of today when i watched it i'm thinking oh the point of what they were trying to do was to whatever was whispered anyway continue sorry no i i i I could see that especially because when the later the scene we get with mademoiselle um i think that's actually about to come up so the they throw everybody in the pit yeah and now anna meets mademoiselle who seems to be the leader of this Group. cult in some way. Clearly, she's revered by all these people. The P- when she arrives, it's like a big deal. Everybody straightens she's up. She's the uh, her... PR person. Yeah. <laughs> so she brings her to Anna, and they. This one, she tells her about martyrs and photographing the dying people, mm-hmm. and how they've been trying this. They tried it on kids. It seems to work best on young women, and that now Anna will be transfigured but i would say especially the point you were making about them kind of being saints to this cult when she's showing them all the photos and talking about the eyes and it it goes through even more photos than are on the wall Mm -hmm. um that these are sort of the you know key icons within the whatever this weird fucking torture you to find out like what happens after you die cult is now anna gets chloroformed and she wakes up and she's in the pee chair in the torture area. Mm. And she seems unhappy to be there. Yeah. 
not not too stoked. I think she definitely realized she's like, oh, okay, I'm now because I mean she's seen firsthand. She's chained up. What she's was screaming last in there? Chains. Yeah, yeah. I don't think she wants to become mothered. So fade to black, and this is where I mean. Uh, so this is where well, we've touched on it before. The hardest parts to watch are there's mm-hmm. lots of just Anna get getting beaten, yeah. like just well, physically just this- brutalized. But it's 22 minutes from when it starts to when it officially stops. Mm-hmm. And I consider the, if, well, I'll let you know when the official stop happens. And it's just like rinse, repeat. It's yeah. like she, she gets fed, uh, beaten. Yeah. Fed, beaten. And then washed, washed repeat. Fed, beaten. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so slow. So it go. So, but I have it all here for you. So let's do it. <laughs> um, <laughs> fade to so she seems unhappy to be there. Fade to black. Anna wakes up to be force fed slop. Fade to black. Anna wakes up peeing in the toilet chair. Fade to black. Anna wakes to stout bald guy who beats the shit out of her. The black. Fade, to black. <laughs> fade into Anna in chair. Cut to her. Um, cut to her haircut. Fade to black. Cut to Anna being force-fed. Fade to black. Cut to Anna getting the sheep be- shit beat out of her again. She passes out. Fade to black. Now I think was, Anna has a shaved head and is getting an aggressive sponge yeah. bath. Yeah, I think it's also ahead. kind of fucked up is that like when she passes out, the male attacker literally like light slaps her awake we'll sma- till mm. she's conscious and then starts beating the shit out of her again. Hit her hard yeah. enough, yeah. Well, there's one. Yeah, there's one that's fucking tired. Yeah, lighter. and then like wakes her up again, and then like hits her. She starts passing out and falling to the ground, and he hits her as she falls to the ground. Yeah, it's that, just like, a lot. It's a lot. It's, I think also the one where like he oh. put he leaves the stairs down and just like that weird cat and mouse thing where it's like yeah, get by me. Oh, like he's like go ahead and oh, try. Yeah, that's to, like, the first one. Yeah. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. And it is. You and can't it's do like, anything. Well, it's, it's really fucked when you're seeing, it. and I think no. it's pro- probably the purpose of why, how long it is, is that like the deconstruction of Anna, like you're going from like the levels of submission and acceptance as this thing goes through where it's like, she's still fighting, but less and less. And then by the time the end of this thing is, is that when she started having like the auditory hallucinations of Lucy, where she's just like sitting there actively patiently just eating the schlop like she's not trying to fight it anymore which Mm -hmm, is like mm -hmm. super depressing because it's like you know because in a lot of movies we're trained in cinema that like okay they're gonna get out of it somehow like something's going to happen like she's her the male attacker is going to do something she's going to choke him with the chain and then something's going to happen but for 22 minutes you just see the just just beating and torture and like i don't know it's a lot for nothing else to be happening yeah right (laughs) yeah right uh and and the sad thing is like i i i do think there's a point at the end of the film but it's exhausting and it's just a part of cinema we we know we'll get to it because i'm curious what the point is i'm very curious but so she gets an aggressive spun bash, Katana getting beaten again. She actually gets a little angry this time and hits Baldy as he's leaving. Fade to black. Katana in rough shape. Fade to black. Fade in. And in chair looking beat up and swollen. Clearly losing it. Starts to hallucinate. She's talking to Lucy. Uh, 
Now she's getting force-fed again, but she isn't resisting. Fade to black. Now she's getting the shit bit, bit out of her again. Fade to black. <laughs> now Anna looks real bad, like a swollen corpse even. <laughs> this is like that last page. Oh, yeah. yeah. I also, because I had this in all text, was anybody else really off-put by the weird indie music that was playing during... It's like explosions in the sky. I was like, what is this? <laughs> like, this is the weirdest. Like, it's a notch It's a notch above, like, tiptoe through the tulips. But it's like, I, I don't know. It's just weird. It, Someone just puts... Oh, weird. I didn't think that. I don't know. I thought it was like a combination of explosions in the sky and Godspeed You Black Emperor. No, that's what I'm saying. Is that, like, it's indie rock. And I'm sitting there going, like, this is just the weirdest musical thing to put in a torture montage. I don't know. Didn't stick out that's to me. It's not like Franz Ferdinand or something. It's like... It's atmospheric. It is atmospheric <laughs> for. I mean, yeah, didn't didn't stick out for me oh, okay. in any way. It did, but only because it reminded me of other bands that do music for movies. Mm-hmm. I saw um, an Instagram video of uh, a band that I love, Cult Leader, who are just like a convergy kind of band, just mm-hmm. chaos, and they're playing uh, to, to go on tour. They're going on tour with Converge, but they had dubbed uh, the Dave Matthews Band over them. In the, while the practice was happening, and it's just this chaos oh, of drums. And, um, <laughs> what if they <laughs> threw something like that in here? Would it be more? Could it be? If, oh, if, if she got yeah. tortured to Hootie and the Blowfish, yeah, hold my Then hand. you'd find out hold the whole thing was a comedy, right? See, that's the see, first I snapped comedy. and pointed. See that? Yeah, <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> the old snap and point. Thank you for saying that for yeah. our listeners. Yeah. Um, but, 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 swollen corpse, Lucy's voice whispers, uh, you're not, you're not scared now, Anna. Yeah. You're not scared. Fade to black. Yeah. And at that point I was expecting her to fight back. I was expecting you would something. Hope. You would hope. You would Some hope. pushback. I was oh, like, I expect, when is she taking... I expected her to be spaced out and disconnected uh, after that. I was no, like, when she, are you taking the, this fucking chain and wrapping it around someone's neck? That, again, oh, that's, uh, that's... That's what she should have done the yeah, first time. My first I thought was, that. oh, well, you got to get in there and do that like you rope have a thing. Weapon. <laughs> you do the rope things while yeah. no one's looking. No, I think that's what I was saying before, is that like, I think in not normal cinema, but in a lot of fucking movies, that would be the point of like okay now she's gonna take charge and she's gonna like choke someone out or she's gonna figure something out and like when that doesn't happen it's like uh, oh oh i just i'm watching this woman get like mutilated and, and killed. I, okay. yeah and it's like it's so so it made it feel like we were watching someone get beaten for nothing realistically yes. right right and it's like i understand why she did it it's because she was broken and beaten to not retaliate in any sort of way but yeah like that 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 you could have done that in 10 minutes not 20 yes there's there's so much less you could have shown that would have been just as effective to and almost made it probably more tolerable to a wider audience with still getting the point across well, I think the idea, though, is to be intolerable. It's like to oh, torture I get the it. audience yeah, as well. I get it. And some like people think that's th- cool. I think it's dumb. No, yeah. it's okay. <laughs> Me too. So this this might be kind of this might be kind of a stretch, but like for me, this torture sequence was very similar in my head to the assault scene in I spit in I spit on your grave, and the fact of like it 
because on Spitty on your grave, like the assault scene in that is like literally, I think like fucking 40 minutes. Like it's something just super gnarly in the middle of that. And it's like how it almost poses the question to the audience. Like how much are you going to take of this? Like I'm showing you this to a nauseating level. To what point would you want like this to stop? Now, I don't I to me, that's not necessarily my bag, but like it's a weird pretense, because like you said, it can be done in 10 minutes, but having it done in 22, it's it's, it's it, the audience starts feeling the discomfort of it. I think it would take you. I think if we were watching this in the film, a film on the in, in cinema, the four of us to get to the end. And there's 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 a lot of things that the story is trying to say. I think it could be said. It could have been said a lot better with less. Oh yeah. To not well, a yeah. Lot, a lot and better. also think about how fast paced this movie is. Right. Stuff is happening. She escaped. She's in here. Now she's shown up here. She's killing people. And is there? Right. She's and helping her. But there's this other thing happening. And then all of a sudden, it's screeching just halt. And I think. And I think I was aware for- of the French New Wave at this time. So when I saw this in eight, and I bought it, and the covers, the covers cool, you know. And I think I might have saw a YouTuber talk about it. I was like, I'm going to go buy this. And I had seen Inside, which I love. The French movie Inside, I think, came out in 2007. Um, and I love Frontiers. Frontiers is tough. Frontiers gets on this level, too, with some mm-hmm. certain stuff. Like, holy shit. But the end just, I think, Frontiers transcends. And high tension, a lot of people argue uh, against that movie. But when I saw this, I'm like, this might have been the one that I'm like, I got to fast forward this because I'm just, I'm assuming this shit is just going to be like Fred Flintstone when he runs through the house. And it's the lamp and it's the light and it's the window or the lamp light window table. He's running and they did it as a joke as back then when they were, you actually drew those cells on the screen of Fred, Flint, Fred Flintstone running with Barney or Dino into the house. It's just, you're cranking this thing over and over again. I'm like, I'm not fucking learning anything. Like I'm not learning anything <laughs> at all. And I'm sick to my stomach now. And I want to get to the damn and I invested in this and I care about the characters. Yeah. So like it's, it's tough. It's really tough at this point. Yeah, it seems like the point was already made of what the torture was for before the torture right. happened, and now we're just watching yes. torture for torture's sake. Torture's sake, or, yeah, one hundred percent. And it's or, like, or do we, or do we transcend at the end with her because we just were fucking tortured so no, far? Right. Watching this, are we? Oh, we're just about there. So let's, yeah, let's get yeah, there yeah. so we can talk about this. For, quote unquote, so force feeding lady comes, um, and and uh, holds her hand. And this is the lady tells it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The lady tells, oh yeah, hold my hand. Nice. I get a good callback. Lady tells (laughs) Anna she'll be all right now. Um, There's only one stage left to come and Anna won't need to protect herself anymore after that. Man in surgical scrubs comes in from the other room, which like Um, just shows up. They do a good job of being like, Hey, I've never wondered what was in that corner behind <laughs> those doors until right now. Fucking Resident Evil. Again, Resident Evil shit. Straight up Resident Evil shit. Man in surgical scrubs comes out, carries Anna into other room, puts her into some kind of Oh, device. you mean the thing from Lawnmower Man? Kind God, of. It was, and then she flips over face down. It's like a reverse... Or it's kind of like a massage table, I guess, that you get locked the into. The worst massage table. This is beyond deep tissue. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I, think, I think she got her skin exfoliated a little too much. Too much. Oh, yeah. oh, it's like the worst yeah, spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Um, let's see here. Talk about getting your skin ripped off. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. Oh. <laughs> she, gets, she, gets skin, she gets skinned alive. So uh, he, yeah, cuts her clothes off and then start takes scissors to her back. We don't see what's happening, though, just her facial expression. Now Anna's in a wheelchair covered in, like, a bloody white sheet. She starts getting handcuffed above her head. Uh, and the sheet's taken off and the uh, wheelchair comes away. She's just hanging there and it's slowly revealed that we, ex- with the exception of her face, uh-huh. Anna was skinned alive. Yes. Okay, for a split second, for a split second. That's the 22 minute mark from when she first went into the wheelchair. I figured. For, for a split second, <laughs> that apparatus that he kind of like pins her arms to as he's walking out. I honestly thought he was going to push a button and like a like a, a trough of salt was just going to drop or like something oh, or lemon thought, juice or something like that. The light that he was putting on her was like a heat lamp. Uh, I thought that was going to happen. Yeah. I thought that I was, was like, happen. oh, you fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why? The worst. Give your muscles a sunburn. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm glad you guys stopped at the point. I give to, these muscles a sunburn every day, baby. Oh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they could have. They could have went there in three minutes. Oh yeah, but yeah. Twenty-two. Twenty-two fucking minutes. Twenty-two. Yeah. And, and again, it really. Uh, it's hard to watch. Yes, but part of why it bothers me so much is the pacing compared with the rest. Totally. Of the movie. You could have um, extended, like, slowed up the fast pacedness just a little bit in the front and extended that. Sure. To the back end. Right. Like if you're worried about time, but this movie comes in at like one forty something, an hour forty something. So yeah. Yeah, time's like, not an issue yeah. here. You, you got you. <laughs> it's so, so also you at can this shave point, it off. At, anyway, yeah. Around here there's about thirteen minutes left. I know because as soon as she's revealed to be skin, my wife just got out of the bath <laughs> and I was like, I have thirteen minutes left. You don't want to come in until this is over. <laughs> You're a good husband. I respect that. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Do not because do not come in here. Because I wanted to uh, add, Sam, do you have my copy of Martyrs? Do you have the DVD of it? I don't think so. Okay, because I no. went to find it today to watch it. You and had my copy of Gentleman Broncos for like two years. I still though, have by it. The way. It's a wonderful movie. You should watch it. It's, it's you should watch it. <laughs> oh, if you still have it, that oh, I have it. You've had it for like six years. I love it. Or, or love the, it. Davis, the Davises gave it to me, Scott and Molly. But um, uh, I might have had two copies as well. So go ahead. The DVD, the DVD of Martyrs. I thought I had it. Couldn't find it. And when I ended up, my sweet wife was like, well, do you, do you want to watch it out here with me? Because I know you want to watch time for the podcast. I was like, I respect mm-hmm. you too much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then I just came in my room and I watched it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Did you watch it on TV with the fun commercial breaks? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, had yeah. To. That's the, I had to. Honestly, that's the way it to makes watch it more it. tolerable. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> well, like, oh, there, there were things that, that I took away yeah. today differently than what I had remembered it from years ago. So I, were, I took notes also. But anyway, continue. Sorry. So now uh, force feed lady checks on Anna after surgery. Beater guy. He, they pass each other. He's going to clean up. Turns out the guy who uh, cut her skin off is also the guy who's been beating the shit out yeah. of her. Just tenderizing her to get that yeah, skin yeah. off. Then force feed lady sees something in Anna's eyes. And Yells and screams. Freaks, gets so excited. Yeah. And she immediately calls Mademoiselle. Because she's like, you got to come fucking check this out. Her eyes. I've never seen eyes like this. 
Now we go to Anna's face, kind of see that she's been skinned around, but it's mostly her yeah. still ha- skin on and face. Skin on face. And it zooms in on her and eyes. This is, and what do we see? What's your interpretation well, of what we see? This in is the, the first time eyes? that like we've seen predator vision. Uh, we've seen uh, puppet vision. We have? We've seen oh, in, in other, other movies. movies. <laughs> in other movies. But this one this is the first time we get martyr vision. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're seeing through mm-hmm. like the- okay. uh, the everythingness of the cosmos. It looked like a, hmm. like, I don't know, it looked like sunspots. You know what I mean? But it was weird. It was like, uh, you know, like when they I have videos of like the surface of the sun, how the, like the, it just radiates out and back and forth. Like that's the vibe I was getting. Just this weird hmm. emptinessy, weird, cosmic y, soupy deliciousness. And I loved this scene. And I don't think we've used the word love at all for anything. I just love this scene because <laughs> to go, to go there, and yes, 22 minutes was a lot. Yes, it was torture for us to go through as the audience. But I love this scene because I'm like, because there's points I'm like, where the fuck is this going to go? Because you already took me to the first act where I was like, I didn't expect that. And then you then all of a sudden there was some gangly lady with a Jordy LaForge thing over her face. Yeah. Like, I didn't expect that. And then the cult comes in. I'm like, oh, I didn't expect that. Like, I didn't expect, didn't see any of these things coming. It was totally just, just watching it just be written in front of me. And then when I went here, I'm like, you're going to go all gigantic cosmos and meaning that my last, my current book, Thin Veil, the cosmos is about a girl who meditates and is able to communicate with intelligent life in the cosmos by finding an obscure cult book. You could have done that instead of just beat the shit. <laughs> right. But you could have just read my book <laughs> and got the idea yeah. to do it no, the right but, way. But so see, you want dude, like a less torturing version. But there's ways to have got to this point. Meditation. where you're going to go. You know, okay. meditation. Now, and I'm a, I'm a fan of meditation because I used to Sam work with me fucking like 10 years ago. I don't have a temper anymore. I'm proud of that. I've a long time ago. I was an over caffeinated lunatic that barely slept in just just said one-liners and thought I was funny, and I wasn't. I just got my job got too much to be at a point. I can't believe you know that. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at the time, I was I was I was just flying a lot, and I was like an overstressed person. So I do believe in meditation. I really do. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get preachy on your podcast at all. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I believe in it. And I'm not saying Great. I see sunspots and stuff like that, but I fucking love this part so much. And despite the everything oneness. we had set up into this point. So yeah. what did you think we're seeing? Just what do you think you're looking at there? When these things happen in movies, you can read anything into them. You can say. I'm asking yours. I think in the lore of the film, in order to be able to transcend, strong women were taken to be tortured beyond the point of where other humans would break. But a certain specific four had not. They mentioned this at some point when the guy says the speech on the stairs. Yeah, it's coming up. And whatever knowledge was given was given to this cult. And it was, I think they said it was, it was a confirmed, was she coherent? Was she cognizant? Yeah. And then they throw the last, very last thing that I won't spoil as you get, get to it, the very, very last thing, what happens with um, Mademoiselle. Mademoiselle. With very, like that, that last 10 second scene, which was just another what the fuck moment that he just threw in at the end. Cause then you could, then the film just begins, becomes debatable. But I think to, in order to transcend and to hit some sort of level that all of mankind must know was because the supernatural torture cult or this metaphysical torture cult was able to acquire by just just breaking the souls of these women and be able to get there by reaching the cosmos through that. It kind of neat. It's neat. The, the means to get there is t- awful. Let's go eat, eat at a buffet and throw up over and over and over again. So they make this tell you a joke at the end. They make this point of saying of using women specifically. 
because it didn't work out. But weren't correct me? Weren't some of the examples of like some of the people even on the wall men? Yes. Men so don't and, we men, know men, men and, can and obviously achieve this? Yeah. So I think it's through. It's, I, I, I I don't. I again that 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 felt like another way to just throw in something. Yeah. To make it okay that we're torturing, torturing, to torturing, women. torturing. Like it's, another thing in the beginning. Sorry, that was like I, I'm just torturing women because they're so strong. Another yeah. thing I noticed <laughs> in the beginning too was they they made sure to point out like, oh well, we know for sure it was nothing sexual that happened, and I was like, right. that seems like a like, so that makes it. Better? I feel like that was put in there to make it feel better that there was such bad shit, like totally. to be able to watch it or something. And one other point I want to make. And honestly, if you were trying to torture someone, why wouldn't you be, do sexual torture? I not think, that I needed to add that no, to this but movie. I think the director but, made a point to not go there. I know that sounds weird. I think he did. Think, so he would think it's okay to do what to he go did. to the levels of yeah because it <laughs> wasn't it for, was just it wasn't thing. a sexual nature but like but even though even female, though when you look at if your whole whatever is happening too you this these people are definitely being mentally raped in a certain way too yeah. like it's it, it, mm-hmm. it, there's there's something like what rape is in the sexual aspect of that is still being put on to this person and, and totally that's, the powerlessness if you're trying to break torture someone to the point of a metal br- mental break why would you not use sexual assault Every, whatever in some form yeah. as part of your torture well, i like not because that I'm they promoting it, but like the, the cult it's, itself well, thought you know. that was i don't know the way well, they it's would also think that's like, too to make sense yeah. to leave that well, i think out. it's like uh, in the in the auspice of the we have a moral <laughs> right well, I, no, 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 i think in the auspice of the um of the cult itself i just felt that they were being scientific about it as in like because when lucy gets abducted she's like what eight years old so they bring that fact like we've done it to children we've done it to men we've done it to women and women are the only ones that like again it's young young women. women are the only ones that are receptive enough to get past certain thresholds out in their artificial torturing thing like obviously all the examples they many, have how many in the wild it's happened exactly yeah, which I is weird it's... you know what i mean because like it happens during like these things that are outside of a controlled environment and these guys are like i don't know during, I just, maybe it seemed like during a sort of real well, not necessarily, because one of them was a guy who was in a car crash for nine hours. Nine hours, like exactly. Like, so it's like either like war stuff or like, you know, fucking. Well, here's yeah. here. Okay. So here's what I want to propose as well. Yeah. What if this cult is the same cult from Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the next generation? Oh, that's my trying God. Trying to create final girls or whatever they're trying to do. Holy shit. <laughs> it's just so this weird. This is a serious version of that. <laughs> Oh, Somebody, um, I was on Reddit and some guy, I, I want to just add this about Texas Chainsaw Massacre. He said, sometimes I love going on Reddit and reading people just when they go off on big chunks of dialogue. And he said, one night I was high and he said that he was convinced that the, in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, that the family were a bunch of wizards and used black magic. And he said, here's why. And he wanted to say he marked the side of the van with a bloody hand. He burnt a Polaroid in tinfoil inside the car. And he started throwing out all these things that are like spell kind of shit. And I was like, that's pretty crazy. And Toby Hooper was out there, you know. But anyway, just going on. I, text I, I, I think they could be wizards. Thing. My other face, he's a, could be wizards. You're a wizard leather face. <laughs> you're a wizard leather face. <laughs> <laughs> you're a leather face, Harry. <laughs> oh. oh. What, can we just refer to wizards as leather faces? Leather now? faces? <laughs> Done. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. So then you got you put on your leather face to see which house you go yes, into. Perfect. All right. We're at our big kaboom essentially moment here. Yes. Yeah. We are at so Mademoiselle comes to the house, finds Anna in like a bathtub of blue goo or like a box of blue goo. Mm-hmm. So I guess Some sort of probably keep going. Antibacterial gel. Cooling gel. (laughs) (laughs) Some sort of. She's earned it at this point. She's allowed to not be infected. So, uh, Mademoiselle is like, Did you see it? Did you see the other side? Did you see the world? She leans in. Anna starts whispering to her. We don't know what she's saying. A bunch of old whites arrive to the house and a bunch of nice cars. Did it bother you as as of at this point that you didn't hear the dialogue? No, it seemed kind of no. like they it would just do fit. that. Yeah. It fit for you. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Then a, one of the old white men stands in front of everybody and tells them that Anna was martyred and mm-hmm. that she has seen beyond death and was able to relate what she saw. This is when we hear they've been able to get four others to this point, but she's the first one that's been able to communicate it. And from what he understands, it's pure and true and blah, blah, blah. This is first, so everybody's excited to hear what Anna had to say. Now, the man who made the speech leaves the crowd to go find Mademoiselle. She's in the bathroom, taking off her eyelashes, yeah. taking off her well, glasses, just getting dressing down. A bit. So this yes. is the, okay. So I think in his speech he says like four women have transcended and only one of them is able to speak, and that's Anna. Mm-hmm. So this is going to be the first time this cult in the entire existence is going to hear something mm-hmm. from the other side, right? But we don't yeah, even know right. how old they really are because what they make a point of also is that like when the the warehousing like the first mm-hmm. um, Lucy who escapes from old? there they're like we were still like rudimentary at the time like they weren't like really right. yeah it could be 16, 15, 16, 16 old, 17 years maybe. old so what are they yeah. made, like if that's like they're still figuring it out they're yeah. still in their tinkering they, phase twenty years old as a thing but yeah. probably because I mean but to get to a warehouse Max. to Resident Evil. Would probably take years? about like they, so. Okay, they had. I got Nazi feels from all these old white people. <laughs> Interesting. You know what? That's, and if it's thirty mm. years old, that takes us about like. Because when is this? Well, no. It starts in is the seventies. Was an, yeah, yeah. When she was eighty six. Yeah. Yeah. So it'd be eighty. So yeah. you know, if it's the dude, I don't that's know. a oh, that's a whole they're old that's a whole different level. I didn't even think of no. Ooh. But it also doesn't. Then I mean, I mean, they're, 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 for... it, nothing makes total sense, but I'm like, they're, they're fucking like sure. torturing <laughs> at Nazi levels. So like, yes, this is absolutely, dude. And mm. then it's just a bunch of old white people that show up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. and that's so weird because old all the whites. abduction houses that have torture basements is that it was a blonde chick. It was like an Aryan mm. chick. It was always they're a blonde all, yeah. woman and then some other mm. guy. Okay. Mm, I think you're onto something, Brian. So they. She's taking off her hair and makeup. Mm-hmm. They're talking to each through the door. He's, she's like, oh, yeah, I saw it all. There's no question. Or she told me everything. There's no question in what she, what said, she told yes. me. Like, it's the absolute truth. Although, what if Anna was still able to talk to her? Why would she tell and did see something? Why would she tell it to this person who just tortured her for however long and had her skin i I had this as like the empty man as in like she's it's now at this point she's just a radio transponder Hmm. you know what i mean like Hmm. well that is a good point too i i mean i would it depends on what we think 
she says and or saw. Yeah. Yes. So, and then what? And what sure. happened to her? What, what body, mind, and soul yeah. when she got that and information? What was happening? <laughs> yeah. So so then, but she says, yeah, she absolutely told me. There's no doubt that she told me what it is. And he asks her something, and she tells him to keep doubting. Yeah. Is that what she yes. says? That's the last word. And then she kills herself. Right. Um, then we get a definition of martyr on screen, which means witness, witness in, in the way they're using it for this film. Okay. Now we get Anna Lang and Blue Goo, presumably blissing out on what lays beyond death mm-hmm. by like the look of in her eyes. And then we get credits with video of Lucy and Anna playing as kids. Same home videos we got from earlier mm-hmm. in the movie. And then at the very, very end of the gr- credits, it says poor P-O-U-R, which I Googled in French means for. So it says for Dario Argento. Oh, <laughs> I, I never, saw, I never saw that. I was because oh my god, I swear to God, because I was going to mention that. Wait, no, I wasn't. Sorry, I was thinking oh, of a different okay. movie. Yeah. I was thinking of VHS eighty five, a segment from there that I was going to say reminded me of Argento stuff. Oh, uh, but I didn't say uh, it. Was it the movie with G- Gerard Depard? Depardieu, with that was that the movie you were thinking of? The, that was it, Chocolate. Yeah, that was what it is. Chocolate. Um, anyway, sorry. So, what do we? Uh, what do we think? So, <laughs> the lady killed herself right. from what Anna told her. Do we think that's because? No, I think she. Go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah. All right. This is. I got infuriated. Like I get it. Like I get it. I fucking get it. But. It's like I did what? 22 minutes of fucking torture and then it's like have an opinion on it. Like I'd much rather have the end of this movie have like she says something about the cosmos and we get whatever that message was. You know what I mean? Instead of like having old lady like suck starter pistol like it just it, I don't know. I felt, I felt like well, it was like a cop even, out. You know what I mean? Like and not a, it's just have a point to it. This, like I understand well, yeah, this like movie the, is all about making the audience feel and participate and yes yeah, draw yeah. your conclusions and type of shit totally i think but it seems i know mike was going to say something about it having a point the thing that bothers me is whatever it is with this second half not even half third of the movie um like how does that relate to any of the shit we got before before it seemed to like be about grief and trauma and vengeance and carrying the past with you and all these different things and now it's like oh it's actually about like being tortured to the point of reaching like <laughs> well that, that was that was a lead in to get to this the thing i guess it's, but it was showing you know what but then what, make what, the what movie happens. about like it should tie together somehow okay. in themes so, or whatever it's saying so, it, what i was saying about barbarian how each one is like a different version of like uh how men are and how men treat women and how it, these things like None of these seem to be like all aspects of examining the same Sometimes thing. Sometimes that works. I mean, like <laughs> From Dusk Till Dawn is literally two completely different movies that it does a complete 180 halfway through the film. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I think with. Well, and then there are anthologies. That one, you know, it's two different directors doing two different parts. Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> I th- Well, I think it's just like, I don't know. It's like having something that's really bad. And then having something far more worse happen where that's like related, but also unrelated is very, I don't know. It's a weird pretense. I think it's, it's kind of a bizarre how this like leads you through a bunch of different emotional roads, but I don't know. It has just this like, 
the 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 family getting shot and killed is fucking terrible because you don't you have a lot of backstory about her her captivity and then this movie completely changes the fact where it's like now the bridged over part from the beginning you're now experiencing it in the huge amount of detail is just i don't know and the weird thing is when there were a lot of doubts that we had we had it on um not not anna uh, on lucy when Lucy came into the house and shot the family, they illustrated this sweet, functioning family, got a little bit of a backstory. Yeah. And she destroys them. And mm-hmm. then you're like, okay, now we can talk about this freely. So we doubt Lucy because Anna doubted Lucy and said, are you sure these are the people? And then you get downstairs and you meet the other gangly lady with the metal thing on her face. And you're like, wow, these people were monsters. So mm-hmm. all the violence was justifiable. Everything, not the, the children, but, you know, her coming in and having all this trauma and destroying this family that these were awful people. And then the the little demon thing keeps on chasing around and that eventually kills her. And you're kind of like, okay, I get the whole point is And she thinks and the demon thing right. will like, if she kills these people, right. that'll And she actually even thinks that too. Yeah, that's guilty. part of yeah. her... Her MacGuffin, her motivation is like, I even did this to you because I want to make sure that they're not going to grow up and do this thing. And then when she's gone, you're like, where the hell is this movie going to go? And I think, Ross, you were saying, okay, there's going to be a weekend at Bernie's moment. And there was enough information for that film to just continue out and pan out as a violent art house film about trauma and and abuse and and retaliation, revenge and violence. Somewhere the director, I don't know if he was the producer of the film. But he was like, all right, well, I want to throw this metaphysical crazy shit in there with a torture cult. And we're going to go there. So when you're down in the basement, I'm going to open up a whole another world of now the torture cult just shows up. And then we get, we as the audience get tortured and in a 22 minutes ban. And then you get to the end of that and it's like, okay, this is the meaning of life. This is the meaning of the universe. And you're going to hear it in just a faint whisper. And I'm never going to tell you what it is. And by the time people reveal what this is, we're going to say, oh, people have been doing this the whole time and our whole little cult's been doing this and this is the one who's the enlightened one and let's, she's the true martyr. And I'm like, awesome. And as soon as this lady, this um, madam is off on gets this information, she blows her brains out. So I went from doubting your character and doubting your narrator and having this haunted dream uh, or this nightmarish little creature follow you around in guilt and you end up using violence to kind of get rid of all this. And then... All of a sudden, now we get hit into this whole other level of violence. It's kind of like Sunshine did it, the movie Sunshine, where they're in space mm-hmm. and become the slasher. It's, Dust Till Dawn did it. And there's a lot of points you made about that where these multi-layered films, does it work? Are we frustrated because we could have got more that's actually, less at, in the last act? The, Tons the, of movies change no, direction, but, but they all, to me, feel like they do it to make a intentionally. Point, and I guess and you they, could say this one is studying totally. of drama he, of trauma, he, but in what way other than just like here's a bunch of trauma. Right. I don't think it has a no, message. No, 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 but you right, do make right. I mean uh Thomas, you make a really fucking good point because it's like violence for a means to an end and it's from two perspectives where it's like for Lucy's her violence and means to an end is to murder this entire family to make this thing go away and then for the cults thing is violence and this depravity and torture to the end of seeking enlightenment so it's using the yeah. same motive but just in different aspects of that but at the, but at the same time none of us have seen anything like that before in cinema you know or, or if there is I haven't I haven't seen it and I don't want to. It's not. It's not where you want to say, "Hey, you know what? Let's watch Martyrs." That's kind of. It's tough. I know your rating scale could be all over the place because there's parts of it mm-hmm. I liked, 
especially as they're going to shoehorn this crazy, uh, this meaning of life out of all this. But at what means, though? Yeah. At the same time, at what means is to get there? And they don't say anything about the meaning of life. That's why I think it's like, like well, unless we, they're trying to whispered. say like there is no beauty without pain. But I don't think they were trying to say that. If they're no. trying to, they're really trying to hide that. That's what they're well, saying. Well, it's just I, I think that's where, where I think it's a cop out where it's like you have this crescendo of this thing happen, and then like whether I don't, whether I like the answer or not, just give me some part of that explanation you know what i mean like a purpose for what happened versus just this happened mm. yeah what is the point of the, the film do you the, think it's, me- it's a metaphor for being a nine to five 40 hour a week mm-hmm. capitalism. It's, capitalism. Capitalism. It's capitalism it's always capitalism it's always, it's always capitalism. capitalism we have to work until we I, retire so and hopefully we're here's the question so what do you think what do you think she said or something like that? Do you think mm. she saw something? There is a God and he told me that your mom's name is this. Your favorite color is red and you were born. It's like, up to interpretation. That's just up to sure, the, well, yeah. the What is your interpretation? Yeah. That's what I'm I, What is I, your yeah, okay, personal so interpretation? I, I almost have the like the uh, kind of the same thing like the Russian sleep experiment type aspect to it where it's like I think that it's like I've looked beyond the cosmos and – uh, like something like God is dead on his throne or something like that. And like, so she's so like the, the mademoiselle blows her brains out. Cause she realizes that like, there is no greater truth past this. God is dead. Like I, this is, yeah. that was yeah, my thought. I yeah, took it in that direction. Yeah, my, si- yeah. uh, similar ish. Mine was that like, everything is meaningless. There's no point to right. anything. So like the, the reason she, killed her why she said the keep doubting thing was like now you have like at least by not knowing it seems like it'll further perpetrate this terrible cult but at least by not knowing they'll have a purpose whereas now she's found out it's and it's all this terrible shit's or, been for nothing or and maybe maybe i'm totally just throwing this not out even there. that she, but go ahead. what if anna just hung on to those words deliberately to know that that would fuck up that cult and she was still so cognizant right. to be exactly. like, maybe this lady will kill herself after this because she tortured my best friend, lover, and all these people, yeah. and myself. And I'm going to get back at her, and I'm going to be the one that holds revenge in the end. It's a theory. Or it's a theory. At what point? How broken is your brain at the point where she's at? Being where she's skinned just alive, babbling. Or is Anna that tough? Where she was able to hold on to revenge throughout all of it and to say, "Here's what I think. I'm going to make up some psycho gibberish for you to absorb." I don't know. Be- but then, but by ending not on the definition of martyr, but by ending on her, like, bl- blissing out, tripping out, it's supposed to be her eyes, you know, while she's still in the goo tub before it goes to credit. It seems like it's supposed to say, like, yes, she has ascended to this thing. Yeah, true. What do you think Dario Argento thought about it if, if this was dedicated to him? Do you think he saw it or commented on it or anything? I'm sure he has. Oh, I should Google it. He's probably like, oh, wow, what the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Nailed it. Thank you guys Uh, for having me. Really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. We're not done. Um, Oh, sorry. Um, Let's see here. It's only just begun. Oh, because you got your rating system. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. We're we're not done. We got questions. We got ratings. Just because you don't listen to any more doesn't mean we have more to do. (laughs) Why would you say something like that? Did you hear me praising you guys when you weren't here? (laughs) It's okay. 
Um, but I let's go ahead and I think we've wrapped up this part of the conversation, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Let's come back. Hey, everybody. Let's get to our crematorium of questions. Okay. Going now. Um, how would we survive this one? This is a tough one to answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, presumably, I guess we're Anna in this situation, and we don't. Oh well, well like I said, done. I'm gonna start using the the, the chains, like those. Oh, oh yeah, I would immediately. Also, the things that her hands are in seem like there's just some knobs you can. Twist I was very off confused to by the that guy. The, that's all he does whenever sure he lets is. her out. So why couldn't she do that? Because she's for, not. for those for those of you who can't see what Brian with the Y is doing. He's making like Doctor Octopus kind of movements with his hands. And those chains would be to be able just to just cracking that which just oh, fight, yeah, fight, yeah, bad, yeah. fight bad guys like like, yeah, like you see people do with ropes and like, uh, cross, so like, or, like yeah. cro- is that yeah. crossfit or something yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. 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 that's something yeah. i've done personally yeah i mean i'm doing that already i might as well do it with some chains right and then yeah then i'm wrapping that around know. someone's head and fucking popping stuff i don't know what that uh, leads to you can use those chains for weapons because it's not like keeping you tight. You have plenty of chain to work. And then also, I don't know if you thought about this too. Do you, like, if you know you're like, she's pretty well, seems well aware of what's about to happen to her. Do you try to, I, I thought about wrapping the chain around my own neck at that point. Oh, try and kill And just fucking yeah. being like, I ain't yeah. dealing, I ain't. I do not care about transcendence. I'll find out right goddamn now. Wrap, wrap the chain around her neck and then run full speed across the room. Right? Like, I ain't going to let these people use me. I don't need to tell yeah, these exactly. people what happens. I'll find out. <laughs> Which leads to the theory that maybe she hung on to just a bunch of gibberish to get the lady to shoot herself at the end, to get Mademoiselle to shoot herself. It was all about maybe her. She, maybe she didn't see anything. I talked, but, yeah, I talked to God. And he said, he you're, says a, you're a dick. You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she, she said you were a dick. Oh, very Thank nice. You. Okay, uh, I think I know the answer to this one. Ross is usually says yes to it. Should it be gooier? It can always be gooier. Yeah, I think. Do you think this movie should be gooier? <laughs> I think if it if it was gooier, it'd make it Not, a little can it be gooier? funnier. Like if like when like the I cuts think, happen, yeah. it did like the spraying blood. Oh. oh yeah! <laughs> so you're like make the gore more comedic, like, sh- like, like show an assassin style, <laughs> like a Tokyo Gore Police level of just like splurting blood. No, okay, no. In all actuality, no. this movie is just tipped to the brim. It's it, it's it's fine. This does not really necessarily need to be a gooier. We found one. What movie does Ross think doesn't need more gore? Martyrs. <laughs> Martyrs. <laughs> yeah, one, I think it's fine. Yeah, this uh, is good. Villain level one through ten. Power level one through five. Iconography iconography one through so five. The cult? Put them together, get your total. This is tough. The, the it's cult, a cult itself. I mean torture cult. T C. Yeah. Sure. Um iconography. Honestly, iconography yeah, is a faceless cult. I mean, like, like they don't, even, they they don't yeah. wear cool robes or anything. Yeah, they're kind of like <laughs> lamos. Yeah, and then power level maybe 
I don't know, like a 2.5 or a 3. I mean, like, they're just people. I'd say a 3. You they're just I mean? people, like, but they have a, a good amount of people. There's a lot of them working towards Seems the same. Seems like there's yes, a lot of money. A mo- actually, that's a good point. It's a mob of people, yeah. so it's like, also, they're armed. Yeah, yeah. I still think about a 3.5 at most, because 4 right. or 5, I think, you gotta yeah, have so. supernatural-ish powers, and you're not hitting any of that with these people. Right, sure, yeah. So, 4.5 mm-hmm. out of 10? Yeah. Seems... Seems fine. Yeah. For for a for a torture cult, I think that's I think that's a fair shake, <laughs> which is funny because, I mean, they really hate it. It's funny to give them but, so low considering how awful they are. You that's know what I true, mean? right? Compared to other villains we've seen, Maybe but, we need to figure out yeah, awful leader. They're just a bunch of yeah, yeah. They're just a bunch like of they're just, the God awful they're just a bunch of rich, mean humans, possible Nazis. Yeah, so possible Nazis. It's pretty yeah. bad. <laughs> you already got me there. <laughs> Just They're already questions. pretty bad. Do we need to make them Nazis too? I mean, would will you hate them any more if they are? <laughs> sure, sure. I can't I feel like that'd be a. Diff- you could always hate them more if they're Nazis. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Does this movie deserve a sequel? And what's your sequel idea? No, that's my answer. Is oh, no. Oh man. It. Yeah, I don't think it, it should have it, a sequel. Has I anybody agree. seen the no. 2016 one? My sequel one? idea is that no, the I remake. I've not seen the remake. Run. No, I think it's my sequel idea okay. is Anna lives. Really nice. Okay, Anna lives, and she is, but she has seen this other side. So now she is like a, a cult leader in a way, or she maybe she they've made her like the head preacher, the mademoiselle now of this cult, but they don't mm-hmm. need to torture people anymore because she's seen it all. Mm. Um, so now she's just got like a bunch of rich whites coming to visit her in her blue goo. And it's not a very exciting no, movie. You can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what else to right. do. Yeah, what are you doing? There's I, okay. nothing happening there. I've got a sequel. Okay. How do we crack this one? I, ha- I, I got okay. it too. So... I think that if 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 this did have a sequel, I think it follows the cult and learning from their mistakes instead of having someone to listen just like audibly, they have like a bunch of like they they film the entire thing. So it's almost a found footage film like flick where they're like they have this uh-huh. thing and you don't really see the you it's like, get the like medical a fast film montage from the beginning of the movie mm, for exactly. Archiving. Yeah, for archiving for the cult, right? So it shows like failed experiments. So you get, you get a nice little divvy dash of some stuff from the originals, right? But they have all of these cameras and, and microphones set up. And then we get whoever our Anna is for this one that actually transcends again. But this time by her words, like her words are cosmic. So the second she speaks, it's like hearing the voice of God. It's like everyone around her in the vicinity and the building just immediately dies. Or they all shoot themselves like mm-hmm. Mademoiselle does at the end. Yes. They all just drive themselves crazy Ooh. and just blow their heads off. Just like, it's just, everyone goes insane and then just but murders the way, themselves. If Pascal Lagour, Lagour, if he directed it, he just would, have them just shoot themselves over and over and over and over again in the head. Over and over and over again. <laughs> no, and that, that would make sense because everybody that half transcends them all turn into wants women to kill themselves. And then have men come oh, into sure. the room and beat them to death. No. <laughs> For Dario Argento. For Dario Argento. And then just... <laughs> 
for 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 oh my god this is for me in blood. Oh, i'm so out <laughs> that's terrible <laughs> okay i do yeah. like how we all like well not all um we went more towards the the void aspect of everything is dead there is no afterlife as opposed to i guess yes just cosmic in its own aspect but i think of the cosmic aspect of there is this afterlife of craziness so shuttle the pod we're pro void <laughs> pro void void cast I, I, I wanted as a as i'm we're the number one podcast in the void actually go ahead as i just as i've getting as i've become older I think of those things a lot, especially late at night, especially when I'm writing and sometimes I'll pace through my house and think of the next thing to write. And thank you for reading it, Sam, by the way. And I'm, I'm not done yet, but thank you for allowing me to buy a copy. Um, I just, um, <laughs> I'm waiting to get a signed I don't know, copy. I, I just wonder about it's, it. It's a, it is very good though. I, I, if I hadn't been doing three podcasts in the past, like five days and working a lot, I'd, I'd be done by now. I just, it makes me think about, and I'm not just saying that because you're my friend. It's like a, it's a real book. It's not just a, my friend wrote this book. Well, thank you. It's good. Um, (laughs) But anyway, I think about the void in the afterlife a lot. And um, I lost people close to me this year. And it's, and the the dedications in the book, the guy, the gentleman, I know you told, we, I I remember talking to you about the gentleman who I had spoken of, who was alive when I had done the evil within the house, Mm -hmm. stole my copy while he went for chemotherapy two years later he had passed it was this year so the forward is dedicated to him and um i had said in the in the rules within this book you and i will be standing on some sort of obsidian slab marveling at the stars and looking at the cosmos and i said in the god that you believe in i if you believe in him so strongly i hope that we can see each other again it was something like that i wrote it in one sentence because i was crying and i got really upset when i wrote it because he finally passed <laughs> and um I think about that a lot. So when we get to these movies to talk about these big things, is it good that we have these conversations, even though we we got the shit beat out of us watching them? I don't know. I don't know. I think there's it can be had without more doing fun that. movies <laughs> that can spur this conversation. I think there's better ones for it. Now, Absolutely. My sequel idea though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Anna snaps awake again she kind of like rolls out of it <gasps> yeah and wakes up and she's in the blue goo and then so she looks around but she's like she gets herself up so she's in her fucking muscles exposed and everything walking around she looks down she sees her like exposed old skin on the <laughs> ground somewhere and that that spurs an idea that now we're gonna get into a real revenge flick so oh. she goes out Without the, without her skin, she doesn't need that anymore. She's gonna go find some new skin. <laughs> and uh. So it's all about. So it gets it, it turned. So she finds some new skin and is able to start skinning people and wearing their skin. But yes. it's still her face, yes. obviously. <laughs> and yeah, all those all these face, old whites. Of, <laughs> but, but here here's where it turns. It's, it's, here's where it turns again because it's got to have its face on. Sure, and it has like these different you know beats. Where we're then we're all of a sudden going to turn to her kind of like almost like a spy type thing where she's oh. going to start infiltrating different locations 
in finding other people that have been tortured. Ooh. And now she started assembling like a task force, like a team of the Goo Goo Dolls. <laughs> or like a Martyr Vol- the Goo Goo Dolls. Martyrs Voltron. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Martyrs Too Furious, essentially. And then, yeah, it's all about them Goo teaming furious. up. And then her power is the skin power each of them have like a oh, thing special that has happened to them going through based the on their torture exactly nice. exactly yeah yeah and then for each each person that we meet along the way we get to watch their 20 minutes of torture scene oh great <laughs> yeah yeah don't we worry need you get to see to their see transfiguration that. absolutely <laughs> anybody got a band name on this one a what band, band name name no no no, I have nothing. Uh, it's, the movie's so exhausting. I know. I don't. I'm, I wish I had a creative streak for this one. Oh my god! No, I the only closest because it's not geographically accurate. But I, I had Skinless in Seattle, and it was a yeah. grunge band. But they're not in Seattle. It's okay. I think. <laughs> where are they? What in the movie? France yeah. somewhere? I'm assuming. Because oh, everyone's speaking just, French. Yeah. It's also French Canadian made, but it's got to be France, right? It's a French movie. We've talked about that a bunch. (laughs) What if it's Canada? What if it is Seattle? What if it's Seattle, France? Oh my God, what? (laughs) (laughs) Would you buy the soundtrack or score on vinyl? No, I want nothing associated. Remember, like I don't want to be like hanging out and something come on. Like, this just from the torture scene. You know that uh, sweet that riff. indie rock song Ross talked about. <laughs> I like to just sort of hang out and get stoned and listen to this and <laughs> you know really contemplate the Get in yeah. there. All right. Um, is anything action figure worthy? Yes. You want a skinless Anna? Yeah, I mean, I would take a skinless Anna in a goo tub. Yeah. Oh, there I'd you take go. her in that from the hanging wrist thing. Remember, Just the, old, remember the, the old McFarland toys used to be really, really detailed and hellish. Yeah. Like he could he could pull off a couple of those. Actually, oh God, yeah. that actually now I want the opposite of that. I want an inbox skinless Anna. There's just like those retro figures that are made to look like old Star Wars and GI Joes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So nice. just like a face and muscles. Just a, it's just a pink <laughs> face yeah. and a whole red body. Yeah. Or the the Jordy LaForge the lady. Oh that my was... God! Yes. <laughs> I want a a skinless like Funko Pop Anna. <laughs> <laughs> just put wow. it on your desk at work. Wow. Yeah. Uh, what is that? Have you seen Martyrs? <laughs> 22 minutes you say but guess what we have for you right, right. that's like that's gonna be ooh that's gonna be my test to know like weed out really weird people <laughs> well I, I I have a, if someone's like I like your murders pop I think I've told you guys this before I have two groups of horror films I'm sorry two groups of horror fans that I break up it's those who like the 2015 movie The Witch or those who don't and that's how I break up all because I'm a fan of the film I know people who like aggressively hate it I'm like okay and I, I can tell what kind of movie you're not going to be in for any patient or any slow burn or any period piece or anything good so <laughs> I don't like the way we don't like good stuff the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean I, I think at this point I would revisit it again but I Remember not liking it. I stood up and clapped like on. A, I watched it on my on my phone, and I stood up and clapped on a plane when I watched it. 
I was like mm. this. I'm like, Sam's going to hate this movie. <laughs> That's right. I had a high tension shirt on when I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> and I was simultaneously listening to the soundtrack to Martyrs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Merger prop? <laughs> yeah. Is there a merger prop you want from this movie? Oh, my God. The mask. You the want metal that mask, meat I guess. suit? Metal mask. Yeah. Um Metal mask. Is cool. oh, the God, razor. The know. razor blade. The razor blade would the be good. Shave, the, no, the I don't ever want to see one again. <laughs> one of the yeah, sw- actually, really. oh, I the just, piss chair. The piss chair. Oh. <laughs> I take the second one, movie. I, I'm taking a piss chair from <laughs> the bucket. The bucket. The bucket. Just the bucket. <laughs> um, I'll take one of the. I'll just take one of the swimming medals. <laughs> oh, there you go. A mouse. A rubber mouse. The rubber mouse. <laughs> yeah, I'll you know, the shuffle. <laughs> that mouse was very, very clean for being stuck in a pipe for right? how dirty the film was and all the goo and grossness and Yeah, it was the cleanest was thing. Clean the movie. dead mouse was the cleanest thing in the entire movie. I'll take the house. Oh. But like I'll use the basement for like non terrible purposes. Yeah, I right. could set up like a studio down there. Oh, like it'd true. be very soundproof. I'll like the podcast studio. The podcast. Hell yeah, man. Shuttle the pod. We filmed it a fucking what used to be a torture <laughs> vault. <laughs> former torture vault for a uh, torture cult. <laughs> <laughs> torture vault for my torture cult. <laughs> yeah. guys what, what would you guys do? This would be something I'm gonna I'm gonna throw to you guys as yeah. a, a segment that you should use or, or something to talk about. Sure. When you what would happen if the director heard this podcast, like us talking about it, like or Good. any of any any of your any <laughs> of your any of your podcasts? You're like, oh, well, if we read, you know, Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, all the great stuff you guys do. Got, some of the directors are on here. Gotta be honest. Um, yeah. yeah. I'll, I'm, 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 I didn't hear anything. If the director was on. No, I wouldn't say much. Just kind of a jumble of. Oh, they heard. I would I really <laughs> said it. Like I, if I made I you feel bad, what you sorry, said. but I gotta be honest. Yeah, because I remember when we did the one where you guys got me with that. Damn it, that alien thing. You got me so good. Oh, with the um. Oh yeah, that's a patron one now. Uh, God. the we had the cat that was the, the radio and yeah, Brian the, had um, the. Area 51 caller calling oh in. Yeah. Yeah. Bell, and then the reveal coast, happened on Patreon I believed exclusive. it. I said I believed it. And then I was duped on the air live. Oh, it was so good. It was live. 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 Well, yeah. yeah. It was part of the podcast. It was great. Well, of course. I think you were like laughing because my face went, no. <laughs> it was a fun one to take that journey. Do you, does anybody have any ideas for the midnight show? What's no. the midnight show? What does that mean? Uh, like if this was a midnight showing and people are doing stuff, You're dre- dressing along up with and showing up to play it. Yeah, yeah. You Nobody's could throw a rat up. at it. You could. Uh, you could like what? you know one of those skins, <laughs> those like body suits that look like muscles. You could oh, go yeah, wearing that. Good one. You go, yeah, wear yeah, under your clothes and then you take it off. So it works. Works. Yeah, I was gonna say, fine. you know, like in the fifties, they had like smello vision and like this shocking the seats <laughs> and stuff like that. Is that for the midnight showing? Right before the torture happens, the all of the seats just turn the opposite direction from the screen <laughs> <laughs> for twenty two exact minutes, and then they just turn back to the screen afterwards. That would work. That would definitely work. Do were you guys? Did you guys feel traumatized after that? No, I've se- I mean I've seen worse. I just it's just I don't know. I. Yeah, I didn't enjoy it, but I, from the way people talked about it, it's weird to say I almost expected it to be worse because we spent a lot of long time talking about how difficult it is, but I did kind of almost expect it to be worse. Um, Mm -hmm. And it is hard. It's 
it's not an easy watch, but uh, no, because I watched it yesterday and today to prepare for this, <laughs> and it wasn't like, oh fuck, I gotta watch this again for my second time. That anybody, being said, don't plan to watch forward? it again for a while. I watched the torture part at like one point five speed. Yeah, I used to. Do, I did a couple I slowed it down. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and. Uh, so this is a fun one. Oh God! What would happen to Pearl from X? Can you imagine if she she that guy just wouldn't have been able to beat her like that? She would Who? die. She would have died immediately. If so, from Pearl from X would okay, always do like oh. how would what would the villain do to Pearl from X? She's great. <laughs> uh, I love Pearl she, from X. Old lady Pearl. I yeah. bet you do. You she seem like you dude, that guy from X. That guy well, would come down because it's not a young woman. But he, oh, like, she would have been attending the. She would have been like, I thought you were talking oh. about Pearl from Pearl, like by yeah. when she was younger. No, when she's no, older, older Pearl, oh, okay. geriatric Pearl. Oh, like the I would one say, who breaks all her bones from guy, firing a shotgun. This guy would go down the <laughs> stairs and do the first punch, hit her in the head, and she would immediately die. Yeah. And then he would be fired from his cult position. And have to do like, cl- like to kill clerical yeah. stuff for the rest of his cult career. But yeah, I think like Sam said, she'd be part of like the Nazis that show up at the yeah. end. And but then I don't I know how she's dying. Die. Yeah, because none of does she? She hears I the mean, truth and it and then she her. blows her own brains mm-hmm. out. Yeah, doesn't even need to. The shock. Speaking of shock, it's time to part out, pull out our finger guillotines. Because guillotines are French. That was the best I could do. And rate this movie. <laughs> That's the best I could do. On this show, we like to use a rating scale of zero to five severed fingers. Each finger is resempre- represented by a particular quality about the movie. You can chop off half finger or no fingers. These ratings are intended to be subjective on how we feel about the movie. Doesn't matter if the movie's objectively good or bad. Um, let's. Michael, would you like to start with the guest or not start? Oh, start. The guest? Uh, I'm going to go three out of five. Three out um, of five. Yeah. Now, before you say anything more, can I ask you to use the scale and see if it matches three out of five? I've heard you do. You guys do this maybe so, 25 to 30 times. I'd engaging. Refresh me. Refresh engaging. me. Engaging. Absolutely. 100%. Full so finger. That's a full finger? Yeah. Sticky. Yes. How memorable is it? Uh as in sticky in my, in my memory that I'll think about yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. how much you think about it. I'll think Full about finger. this tomorrow, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, t-shirtable. You like any of the imagery? Do you like I it enough probably, to wear it on the shirt? I would shirt? probably wear a t-shirt because I love uh, obscure cinema and I would just love to talk about somebody with this. Just love somebody to walk up to you and start talking about murders. Yeah, if somebody's like, <laughs> I endured that, what do you think the ending Bro, is? Bro, that 22 <laughs> minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I Because I've, I've worn oddball shirts of, of horror movies before. Yeah, right. I would wear it. I remember you wearing a hot tension shirt and me being yeah. like, you like that movie? <laughs> I wore a movie that said Sam doesn't like the witch movie t-shirt. Did yes. I, have I talked to you before never, about never, that I, I didn't like the witch? Yeah. I've never heard you say anything about it. Because you could have also brought it up knowing I didn't like it. But no, anyway. No, 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 that would be. I don't hate it though. Oh, um, okay. Cockles. How does it make you feel? Emotional reaction. Is it your type of thing? You don't. <laughs> I, I never want to feel those emotions. Your yeah, I, I, I never want to feel those emotions again. But I did care about the characters, the two girls, a lot. So I just so is that like half a finger or a full finger? Sure, let's go half a finger because I cared about or them. No but fingers. by the time it got to the end, I'm like, all right, I'm Scooby Doo might be on. No, I'm just 
<laughs> All right, and uh, rewatchable. Would you watch it again? How often? I watched it in eight, and I watched it in twelve, and I watch it today. So it's not really a rewatchable film by any means. If less somebody was like, "I want to watch this," I don't know anything about this. Walk me through it. I'd be like, "Did you ever see Return of the Living Dead one? That's a good one we could watch too." <laughs> no, it's not. A, it's not a rewatchable film. It isn't. It is All not right, zero. So that puts you at three point five, which is close to what you had originally said. Yeah, um, but not quite there. And so, what what brought you to the three in general? Like, um, the, it was shot extremely well. It was done very well. The editing, I I believe, it suffered from some editing issues, but that's what the director was trying to do. Um, I really cared about the characters. The gore looked so good. It looked so good where I was like sick at a point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I like how, like a movie, say like the void, like where you talked about the movie, like the void in general, mm-hmm. where it goes, even though that went Lovecraftian, um, I love movies where their explanation just goes out into the bizarre world of some sort of, um, uh, cosmic or or spiritual and not a lot of movies do that it just usually could, it could have been a flat revenge movie and it might have been stronger if it just went flat revenge but I've... if but it, when it went to that level and and i love movies about cults even though i hated every single member of that cult and wanted them to eat porridge or whatever that, that girl was eating but custard yeah. it looked like custard porridge. it was weird yeah. i just figured it was custard yeah birdseed okay. Thank you for spending time with me on that one. I took too long. Sorry. Yeah, thank you. Well, don't worry. We'll edit it out. Um, Brian, I'd like to hear your ratings. Interesting. This is an interesting one. So, (laughs) yeah, right? Engaging. I'm struggling with this, but I do feel like I have to give it a one because I was engaged the whole time. I I mean, like, I did look away for not care to be engaged, but I was always somehow pulled back in wondering because it did change up so much. So it gets a one, I feel like, for that. Sticky. I'm going to have to give it a 0.5 just because of how much it went to it. I f- the, things are going to stick from this, whether... Of course. You want mm-hmm. them to or not. For whatever reason. Right. <laughs> you want them to or not. T-shirt of all, it's going to get a goose egg on that one. Um, I don't care to represent this shirt. No real cool imagery I want to wear. Mm-hmm. I don't want to wear a shirt that just says martyrs either. It's what about the, what about the girls on the cover? Like with oh, the way they were looking up. That's to like actually crying and all upset. No. <laughs> one thing I did want to mention though, um, that I just thought of that I've been meaning to say is I do like that the poster for it is the two girls looking up in some sort of distress that way when lucy died like when everything changes like it it set already sets up expectations that then get changed just on the poster itself yes which yeah I like. um cockles uh this is nothing for my cockles this like is anti-cockles uh so it gets a zero for that and rewatchable is gonna get a zero as well i don't i would if needed rewatch this but i don't I'm not going to. 1.5 feels fine. I was just going to ask. Excellent. Moving on. Big posticle. All right. <clears throat> Engaging. Um yeah, I was yeah, I was engaged the entire time. Uh good, bad or otherwise. Uh 
gets a gets a one from me. Sticky, I have to agree with you got uh sticky is that whether i like it or not there are certain things of this movie that are definitely going to stick with me so that definitely gets a full one um t-shirtable t-shirtable would have been a goose egg although i think if there was a spoof of the jordy laforge woman meshed up with vic rattlehead the mascot of megadeth I may wear that shirt. I feel like that one, I may wear that one. Besides that one very specific <laughs> example, it's going to get, it'll get a 0.5 for me. Um, oh, a, oh, yeah, that's yeah, interesting. Just a 0.5. Because if I feel like the Mash only way that I could. See, exactly. See, that's, that's amazing. I, no, because I feel like this would be the only way that I would Brian. be able to represent martyrs would be having to buffer it with something. You don't have cute. to represent martyrs. Yeah, you could <laughs> no, just no, not. No, Again, no. As in like, I would find that funny enough to buy it as a t-shirt. You know what I mean? Sure. Yep. Cockles. Cockles. Antimatter. It's just a goose egg. That's not going to. I can't. No. no. Um, I feel <sighs> there's aspects of it that I feel like I almost want to give it a 0.5, but they're so lacking in its explanation towards the end that I'm like, I don't care to revisit. Like, I, it doesn't do anything. It, it ignited like one or two things and then fizzled it out two seconds later. Um, rewatchable. Rewatchable is going to get same boat. I mean, like, I'm okay to watch this again, but like, I don't think I'm going to actively want to watch it. I may, for shits and giggles, in like the next few years, maybe watch the remake just to see how, see what the difference would be. And that would be. You're going to watch this for shits and giggles in a few years? (laughs) No, 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 no. As in, like, I I would watch this as like a back. It It sounds weird. I would almost watch it as a back to back, or like I'd watch the remake and maybe revisit this one. Or if it was a stark difference, I would revisit it. Um, Yeah, besides that, remake is, uh, mind you, PG 13. Yeah. So now I like, I'm going to watch it soon. The the tone, where's the tone in that anyway? Yeah, right. Um, yeah, so I think that's going to, what is it, 2.5? 2.5, yeah, how's that feel? Um, I think I'm okay with it. I feel like it should be more, I feel like it should, it kind of deserves a three for the cosmic stuff, but I don't really necessarily want to bump a 0. 0.5 on any of the goose eggs I gave it. You know what I mean? Cosmic so, cop out. Just it, because it, something's it, cosmic co- doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> That's the old cosmic cop out right there. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. So I think. think, And we got re ratings coming up in a couple months. It may shift a little bit. Again, I think it's like I was entertained by watching it once. I just don't know if (laughs) I would be in a pretense to like. Like you said, it's not a feel-good movie. This isn't like a comfort food food kind of horror film. So it's like you watch this and like you're pretty good for close to a decade. Dope. For those of you who don't see me pointing at Ross, I'm pointing at Ross. <laughs> in, in agreement. Yes, in agreement. Right? Yeah. I, think I thought you were pointing at me. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm pointing at me. I saw this a decade I'm pointing ago. at Ross. Oh, it's like, oh, the, it's like the Spider-Man meme. <laughs> All right. Martyrs engaging. That's a full finger. I was definitely engaged. Um, even when I didn't want to be. Um, which I think is like... I don't know if it's a good thing, but it is a compliment to the filmmaking in a way that as distressed as I was, I was still in it. Uh, Sticky. It's going to be a 0.5, not a full one, because I think 
interestingly enough, the stuff that I didn't like about the movie will be what remembers I remember the most, and the parts that I did like about the movie, I'm probably gonna end up forgetting. Sure. Um, T-shirtable. <laughs> that's a fat zero. I'd never want to wear anything <laughs> it, for this movie on a shirt. Um, I, yeah, don't really like it that much. Certainly not enough to sport it on a shirt, even if there was cool imagery enough uh cockles is actually going to get a 0.5 because in a weird way the how i said there's there's stuff i like about the movie and ross kind of touched on it but the problem is it doesn't pay off i really like pretty much everything up till she gets tortured like i like the pacing i think it's cool you're wondering what's going on with lucy was it real even when she finds the place below like it's so fast paced and curious around every corner um and then it just completely slows down so you can just watch this person get like beaten to a pulp um and because of that that's why it's not gonna rewatchable either like i'll be fine to never watch this movie again i guess the only i i don't know what's i'm sure it could happen but it wouldn't be my idea i'll put it that way um and that gets it a two out of five and i'm perfectly happy with that um it's something that and i didn't know this what you said about the actresses who had suffered uh, physical injuries in the film and they won't work with them and then eight a ten ten years later he does incident at Ghostland, in Ghostland, and another actress has very, very, very severe injuries, and she has scarring on her face. You go on her Instagram; she taught she she shows them back when this film came out, and I guess that's pushing that level for art. Is that's what is art? Yeah, you need to, you need to check yourself. You don't want to be hurting your cast. You don't want to be hurting your cast. You want them to continue to work. You know. I agree. <laughs> We're going to check in with the uh, Chuddle Club real quick, see what they had Let's to do say it. in the Discord. If you ever want to hear your thoughts or ratings or whatever included in the show, jump in the Discord. Come we'll on have a down. Channel for the movie. So, the Witch Plalik said this movie is dot, dot, dot difficult to watch. It's like Requiem for a Dream. It's a good movie, but I feel no desire to ever watch it again. I kind of agree with him. I think it's well done, but I don't know that it's a good movie necessarily. I agree. <laughs> um, it is well crafted. <laughs> I'll give it that, I guess. Uh, the person who suggested this movie as a joke, the witchy Préjean, mm-hmm. said, I love the first half, which I would, I think I'm kind of mm-hmm. with him there. The second half for me isn't as bad as everyone makes it out to be. I don't know. I mean, I guess I was expecting it to be worse, but it is still very difficult. Like, I, it is bad. To the point so. where, you, where you almost <laughs> lose the point of what he's trying to get because people could just leave and I would never argue that they did. Mm-hmm, totally. Mm-hmm. And then he says, but that ending, I don't want to fuck around and say too much, LOL. I'm guessing he's going to say how it's cosmic code and that makes it fucking great or something. Who knows? But, it. I mean, that beatdown is just not... It's too long. <laughs> it's kind of like to keep harping on it. Um, and it's kind of like one of those uh, hate breed records where just that one breakdown hits, da dun da dun dun. You're like, oh, sick! And then they just play it for the whole way through, and you're like, could have like uh, cut this down a little bit. <laughs> right. This was like <laughs> this was actually a, a whole record. Um, 
Then we got the Fidelis Munchkin himself, Tibu, giving us engaging not as much as Fido, sticky not as much as Fido, t-shirtable not as t-shirtable as Fido, cockables more cock perhaps, but doesn't work him like Fido, rewatchable. I've seen it once, I've seen Fido three times because he wanted us to pick Fido and we didn't. Um, Ricky, because he Ad- did that, and I hope he hears this. We're never gonna do it. We're never gonna do it now. <laughs> you had you had suggested that you said you want to do Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, Fido, or this, and I said I'm I'm thinking I'm gonna pick Martyrs on this one. I don't want to be. I said Fido wasn't an option anymore. Is what I oh, told okay. you because oh, I okay. sent it to you initially. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but but. Ricky add a little bit more he loves the first half home invasions and the nasty gun violence is wild in there the second half is a bit of a slog because watching someone get punched and eat gross mush only goes so far but the ending's kind of cosmic and I'm not going to bother explaining why why because it don't matter 8 out of 10 Um, and we got added that the ending is kind of cosmic from Chibu That's about everything. Then there's a bunch of like gifts and whatnot. Cosmic cop out. Where does this rank in the Chuttle Club ledger? This is going to be a low one. Yeah, a 2.0. The only other (laughs) 2.0 we currently have at the moment is Puppet Master. Right (laughs) above that at 2.2 is a Christmas horror story. Then we have 2.3s with Final Destination, uh, Friday the 13th. The Uh, Final Destination, right? Yeah, the final destination. Don't worry about Friday the 13th because that doesn't include the score. Um, and X is a 2.3. Right below it, coming back in, are our good old friends at Murder Party with a 1.8 and Cheap Thrills at a 1.7. Which is weird. This is one of those things where it is technically a good movie, but that's why our score disregards that. Or I don't even know if it's technically a good movie, right? But it's technically a movie s- made well, crafted. Right. Like that. Yes, well, compared to the other things we said on that list, it's probably those are like it's poorly made as well. A lot of them. <laughs> yes. Not to get off the subject, you guys uh, are. You, were you guys a fan of X, the movie? No. Well, we gave it a collective two point three. Okay. <laughs> I gave it a one point five, so it has the same rating as this movie from me. Mm. Uh, Ross Brian came in the highest. Like with West. The, yeah, we're not Ty West fans. Ross gave it a 3.5. Sam gave it a 2. So the only reason it has a, as high of a score is because Ross X. The time has come. Steal your nerves and sharpen your wit. It's time for the final thingy. Oh, yeah. Would you rather experience the psychological and physical torment <laughs> endured by the characters in Martyrs for a Day, but gain a profound understanding of life's mysteries, or live a normal, comfortable life without ever knowing normal. the deeper truths of existence? I'm going to go ahead and yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be not be tortured till I... Did you just <laughs> ask me if I want to get skinned alive in a day well, and maybe see that something? Happens, or maybe you just and have then, to Or just slop. not. Maybe you just get a slop and slap. Yeah, slap and slap. Uh, I asked if you want to continue living life or go through what happens to Anna and Martyrs. Um, I, no, I think I'm okay being blissfully ignorant of all things. I, that's I'm I'm cool with yeah. that. Yeah, all in on that. Wow, so all of us are gonna not get tortured till mm-hmm. we see God. Yeah. Um, but that has to be achieved in one day. Like it took 
it didn't well i guess it only took 22 minutes for her to achieve enlightenment <laughs> how long true. how long was that time frame i'm it's it's unclear because the guy says that it happened yesterday but how long had it been that she was i'm i'm uncertain so theoretically i don't think they can work fast enough for us to get that god enlightenment sure. achievement point so that at that point you're just getting tortured really badly you're gonna be mm-hmm. you're gonna get left at the the phase that um lucy was at where she wasn't able to achieve enlightenment and just like got to the point where she saw went a little crazy and just wanted to kill or end up like the Jordy the Forge or stage lady. two or something or yeah mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how much they could get done in one day but it doesn't seem like a lot it seems like you're just gonna get hurt it's My gonna be hurting trap so I just be in physical pain and then be like well I just I was... go in there and just immediately well, just no, roll it says my you'll eyes achieve up. it though it says uh-huh. you will gain it if you do it for a day that's part of it oh uh, that's right hmm do you think I could trick him? I don't need it. By sitting in there? Be... If I sat in there, I'm fine I just without like it anyway. rolled yeah, my really eyes up boring. right away. And where it's like, oh my God, he, they found a cheat. Like I get slapped once and then I, I just don't... like, oh. But the only reason <laughs> to choose this one is if you really desire knowing that. Otherwise, just go with the other one where you don't get tortured. I don't know. All right. Well, we did it. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> um, that does it. It was another episode of Chuddle the Pot, a horror movie club. Um, we have uh, Instagram and Slasher. You can follow those if you want to stay up to the podcast, up to date with the podcast. You can follow Ross at Ross Purvis on Instagram. Uh, he does tattoos in the Orlando area where uh, Thomas Michael Thomas will be in a few weeks. He'll touch on that again in a second. Um, you can follow me, Chattel the Sam, on Letterboxd if you want to see what I rate other movies. And get in our Discord. You can talk to Brian. You can give us your ratings on movies. We got all sorts of neat stuff going on in there. Uh, please get in there. If you don't remember all that, it's in the show description. So go ahead and check it out there. And then also, if you've made it this far, I'm assuming you liked it. So. Please rate us on your podcast app, follow us, tell your friends about us. Word of mouth helps more than anything, so that would really do a lot for us. And of course, I have to thank our illustrious guest, esteemed author, and all-around person, Thomas Michael Thomas. Thanks for coming on. Uh, Give us the name of your new book again. Give us where people can find you on your social medias, do all the pluggy stuff before we get out of here. The new book is called A Thin Veil of the Cosmos. Um, it is uh, it is a book about a young lady who um, does not fit in to her, her world, her small world, and she stumbles upon a rare occult book and begins to channel and speak to uh, intelligent life out there in the universe. And she gets abducted by aliens. And she comes back and deals with a UFO cult and a tinfoil hat man and uh, FBI detectives are after her all while she's trying to graduate high school. Um, there's a lot of, um, of my own self in there with, with there crazy, crazy religious <laughs> parents and um, a lot of occult savvy influence. And um, I had an absolute blast writing it and it exhausted me. And I'm going to be doing a signing at Spooky Empire October 27th to the 29th in Orlando. And I should be at the Gainesville Fright Fair Fest on December 10th. And then um, there's a signing at a small bookstore also in December that I'm going to do, but I'm not going to announce that yet uh, in St. Petersburg. But thank you guys for having me. Uh, you can check me out uh, on Instagram at 
at Della Morte Della Gore, kind of like the Italian horror movie Della Morte Della Gore. You just mm-hmm. make it Della Morte Della Gore. Um, that was already taken. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. Um, get his book. He's got other books too. Follow him on the socials so you can stay posted on everything he's up to. Oh, also I got a .com uh, since I last talked to you. www.thomasmichaelthomas.com All the information is there as well if you're not a social person. Mm, I should have bought that before you and made you buy it from me. Huh? Next time. Next time you need a website, I'll buy it the, first. The witch was spelled two, <laughs> two Vs instead of a W. Oh, yeah. and they, they ah, Don't even get me started. All right. Thanks for coming on. And until next time, avoid the time loop. Mm-hmm.